0: radio. Oh uh,
2: shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy Chuco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live, right here on the Russell Cash radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy Chuco and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this.
1: This is WrestleCast
0: Radio. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 178, WrestleCast Radio. We are live, coming to you to bring you the goods here this fine Saturday evening. Had a interesting week. To say the least, coming out of the world of pro wrestling, uh, as we are going to be talking the new new beginning in Nagoya, we have some Royal Rumble chatter, also we got some news to break down, we got a big, big Noah show, Alex, back to Budokan next weekend, oh man, uh, next Friday, excuse me, yeah, you know when you said that, uh, when, when I said <laughs> oh, Friday man. going into Saturday, and I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, and, and I was like, it's Saturday. And you're like, I thought it was Friday. And I'm like, no, no, no. I thought for some reason today was Sunday.
0: Oh, as, gotcha.
1: I, I, as I look at my clock and it says Saturday, 6.02. and I'm like, oh yeah, it is Friday.
2: <laughs> That's why I was
1: so confused. I'm like, no, that can't. I was be. going it's to put. Six.
2: I was going to put the description, which you could find when you download the podcast, and also subscribe and review on Apple iHeartRadio, of course, Spotify, uh, just by searching Strong Style Media. It's very hard to find on WrestleCast Radio, but always search Strong Style Media, please. I'm sure we can hopefully fix that soon. But uh, I was going to put that in the description and say, ha-ha, Ryan, the 12th (laughs) of Friday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because in my head I'm going, okay, if today is Sunday and it's the 6th, then next Sunday would be the 13th, so it's got to be on the, the Saturday. Yeah, My knees are backwards. So. so you were
2: like, I'm going to do a show on Super Bowl Sunday during the Super Bowl. Yeah, which I'm
1: not even going to be home <laughs> for tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Whoa!
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm You're not working, pop- are you? I'm going to blow this popsicle set. No, yeah, we're going to go to Jimmy's for the game. And- Jimmy's,
2: that's still open.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to uh, get up on those. Um, Over, under.
2: Rules. Think about this. You don't have to answer it now randomly, maybe in the middle of the show, the end of the show, 12 minutes from now, over under three girls' phone numbers. Mm. Ooh. I'm going to go under.
1: Whoa! Yeah, I think Damn I'm going to go goodness. under. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's not possible. I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch the game.
2: Man, you're going to use you know. that uh, Desmond Wolf flow <laughs> i
1: should i mean i mean come on man i might, I might hit somebody with rebound lariat too <laughs> <laughs> oh man what uh, that get idea it? <laughs> get it get it
2: oh yeah oh, i, thought, I, get I it. thought
1: that was i thought that was pretty clever I thought that was a pretty clever cut <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> thank you thank you uh i mean we got some good stuff i i did finish uh that that uh, I saw that angle you were talking about. What are you? Thinking? Oh, when when um when when I Ben. Ca- yeah, when Bensky came out, I went, "Oh shit, we got a unit."
0: <laughs>
2: Why does he look different yet again? Like this picture I saw, he was just clean shaven. His hair was shorter. He just looked smaller than his battle with Shun. Uh, Skywalker, of course, where he got concussed, Lariat the F out. But, I mean, what what was the status of ben K? As we know, he averages 68 kilos to about 89 kilos or whatever that announcer said, or <laughs> kilograms.
1: Oh, man. And then you get, uh, don't forget, you get, um,
2: what's his, <laughs> what's his, that's, um, ho ho The father of Dragon Daya. Where,
1: uh, where Ho-Ho Loon's like, how does Ben K lose so much weight? <laughs> and like, ah, he's a uh, rigorous training. <laughs> like, shut the hell up. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ix Day on the Day. <laughs> um, he was also a lot paler than normal too. That was confusing. Oh. Jet black hair, like it was a. Uh, it was almost like he turned into uh, emo uh Spider Man.
2: Whoa, let's hope not, because that was yeah. garbage.
1: Yeah, that's or you'll hey, he hey,
2: sound some trash. <laughs> um,
1: but it was it was interesting, you know, and, and that's a cool faction. That's a cool ass
2: unit. And like they said, it's random, have, but it's uh, got some hard hitters. Obviously, you mm-hmm. got a champion in, in there, so I mean, you're you're pretty good right there. So there
1: was another angle too. I don't know if you saw uh, for, about from earlier in the show too.
2: The championship match announcement, or was that the show prior?
1: Uh, The uh, the Brave Gate opponent was crowned.
2: No. Whoa, no.
1: So after uh, Taisuke Okuda uh, managed to put away Kricio Arai, which isn't really much of a spoiler, because if anyone thought Arai or Genki was going to pin him, uh, you're crazy. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so that, that happened. And after the match, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just see he gets punted in the dick. Dang, there is one Hyo Watnabe. I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we're gonna get Hyo and and uh, Kaisuke Okuda.
2: I'm all about that. I'm not Yeah, gonna lie. I'm, I'm for that. We got two Red Boys uh, going for some gold to add after the uh, the triples there. So I'm I'm digging that for sure.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a fun show on the seventh, man. It's uh.
2: Are we gonna uh, get a? Real extreme uh, takeover diffusion. So reds.
1: You know, I'm gonna say something that either may piss people off or may confuse Uh-oh. people.
2: Uh-oh. But
1: I think I think has got a shot to beat Shin Skywalker.
2: Do you think there's any heat on Skywalker for that lariat and knocking out uh, Mr. Benke, Mr. 68 no, no, kilograms? That's...
1: No, that's, that's a, Ben K already did that spot again at the Fukuoka show. Like that's, that, that was a freak <laughs> accident. Ben okay. K, it's like, it's like, think of Bret Hart when he takes the chest turnbuckle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he randomly one time gets hurt taking it. Like, that's all that was to me. Like, it was,
0: okay.
1: you know, I mean, the dude does it so many times that it happens once and everyone's like, oh my God, he's on the No, it was a fluke accident that, that happens. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that, but I am. Oh, I just got five Thanos, five Loki, the same thing. Um, I am.
2: <laughs> so it's not a yeah, Steve Cutler situation, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Shout out okay. to get fired. Um, <laughs> how did he get fired? You were the at
2: so I'm this job. Ah, God, the worst Vince impression ever. all
1: <laughs> yeah. the other dudes with Elias. Hello, oh, I'm Elias.
2: Who so the are the Proud Boy, that one. Yeah, yeah. Like he, meanwhile, he's still, really.
1: I'm sure he eats at the the lunch table by himself. Nah, Vince is with him. He's fine. Ah, you're a good man. Do you think? Uh, and also, you... Lars Sola. Oh. Oh yeah, see ya. Hey, was it uh, was it? Was it? Uh, is Jackson Riker is Gunner, right?
2: Wasn't he Gunner and Impact? Oh, I thought that was the uh, the Trump dude. Yeah, problem. he was.
1: Yeah, he was. But so I'm Gunner's
2: saying, a jerk? No,
1: what? What wasn't he Gunner? or Was he not Gunner? I
2: I couldn't tell you. I I <laughs> so forgot who, the they who they were and who they are. Son. So what what
1: happened? Do you, Do you think he like <laughs> is like when he when he sees Charlotte and uh, Andrade together? Do you think he's like, uh?
2: Like, we're Do you out? think he builds a wall of food containers around his table so Andrade can't get over there? Maybe. Wasn't didn't
1: he wasn't he married to Charlotte?
2: Really? That guy oh my gosh, I believe you're correct. And he yeah, wow, I forgot about that. Huh. Wow. There's no are are they on the same brand? I don't know. That's what I was just thinking about that. Like I'm going down this
1: wormhole of just thoughts of. Yeah,
2: Jackson Riker, Gunner,
1: Chad Lail, Chad Lail. God bless America. Yeah, Seems I'm pretty like sure he was, to, he, he was married to. He uh, was married to. He also wrestled as Phil Shatter. Anyway, whatever. Screw that guy. Who cares? Um, but Dragon Gate, man. I'm. I, this this card of the seventh. It's going to have. We get Hiyotanabe Nabe, Kaiseo, Kuda. We get. Um, the tag title match with, with Masaki Mochiguchi uh the Senpai to Takashi Oshida mm-hmm. uh, against uh BB Holt and Kai. We get shouldn't Skywalker and Kai Oshida. Oh, That's gonna be sick. And then on the fourth, they um uh Dragon Kid and SB Kento one on one and Yamato and Kai non sanctioned one on one at Cork. And,
2: Whoa. And then Why also is that non sanction with uh Kai and Yamato? I mean they What's hate the beat each other there and, now?
1: Well, ever since Kai turned on him at uh, I the stage, and then like this whole match was just Yamato. There was a spot too, without giving away the match, so you can check it out, where he's got him in a he's got him in like a uh, sleeper hold, and Kai uh-huh. to get out of it basically just flips himself over the top rope to the floor and lands on the apron like crushing Yamato, but Yamato doesn't let go. So then Kai falls right on the concrete, and then Yamato just starts grinding his forearm into his face. It was disgusting. I'm like, how are these guys not like, ow, that hurts. Ow. <laughs> yeah, it was stiff, man. Because of are men. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get out, uh, we'll review that Dragon Gate show uh, this week when we come back. Uh, so, Allison, check it out, and we can really deep dive into it because it was a really good show. There was, I'm telling you, the uh, Masquerade R.E.D. Eight Mans <laughs> with uh menora, Estrella, Skywalker and Jason Lee with uh against Yamante, uh, Ka- uh Hip Hop Kakuda Espikento and Taito Ashida. They had they did the same thing on the Fukuoka show and I went four and a quarter on both of them. I mean they are just you're watching it and you're going, how the hell can these guys flawlessly do everything as fast and as snug as they are for twelve minutes and not screw anything up? Like I just it's wow
2: i'm I'm, okay. I'm excited to watch that's the fifth show right Yep, yeah, yeah uh it was
1: Karin, Kazuma sakamoto was in it not Yamato. Is
2: kz uh did he turn on uh natural vibes yet no he came out and
1: they were they were proud and ready to go as champs and ut was in there with his dance routine that he yeah. outlined and it was pretty tight so I'm, I'm excited to see where that's gonna go so now we have natural vibes we have this this new unit with Dragon Kid, Yamato, and uh, Benske. those four The together. name announcement,
2: they said, what, March 5th, I want to say?
1: March 4th at the next Cork. Yep, when they come back okay. to Cork, and they'll have a, a name. We got Masquerade. We have auto uh, 80 You know, we have Team Boku, which is <laughs> 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 running around as goofy as it was. Uh, Ultimo and Boku had a weird ass. Their, like, one-on-one they had it didn't involve any moves against each other. But they both, after they were done, had to stare down and tag, and it's really weird. It's the crowd's laughing, mm-hmm. like, and they're not supposed to talk. It's just weird. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was a really good show. You like, and it was it was like an hour and fifty minutes. It was wow. simple, get in and get out, easy watch.
2: When they have short shows like that, are the ticket prices do you think a little lower, or do you think you they to raise them because of the uh, the minimum you know occupants they didn't have there? I'd probably keep them the
1: same. I bet. I'll tell you what, like, if, if it was 50 bucks to go to Corican and you and it was see a compact two hour show instead of like a drawn out three hour show, I think I like mm. these two hour shows more. I'm not going to lie. Like, I understand, you know, even more value for the longer, but it's not as draining when you, you know, when you got, yeah. when you get six matches and they're going in there 100 miles an hour, you're like, hell yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is really good. Perfect. So Perfect. It was fun. It, it was good. So you'll like it. Um, and then also the, later this week, we'll talk the uh, the big uh, Giant Baba show, which was crazy. Uh, Suwama, Kojima, about eight years ago or whatever, kind of uh, really mm-hmm. disliked one another and had some disagreements with the All Japan side of things. I think it was about eight years ago, maybe longer. And this was the first time they've been in the ring since that. They were on the same team and they buried the hatchet and shook hands. And it was a really cool moment. So intrigued hmm. to finish that show. I'm glad that got hashed out. I I want to try to deep dive a little bit into what the reasoning was behind it all so we could talk that a little more too. But uh yeah we got we got some good stuff to talk about. I mean the forbidden door was opened. Uh Kickdown. The, the, the peacock the
0: thing happened. two Sweets. what mm-hmm. happened
1: we got the peacock thing with uh which makes me laugh hysterically.
2: We also we're put to sleep on Wednesday uh, Wednesday night, Dynamite, which uh, and we finally see Kenta on American soil here. And it's not 2005. And uh, as he uh, had a surprise attack to end their what, what, beach bash, I want to say it was called, some bash at the non-beach. Uh, anywho, uh, so we're, we'll talk they're about biting. that. As uh, the, the hype will uh, continue to hopefully build until... The New Japan Strong, the new beginning in USA uh, on the 26th of February. Mox defending the IWGP United States Championship against Kenta, who's what had four or five briefcase defenses, even including uh, beating Tanahashi for that. So some pretty pretty good stuff, not for him, but beat him over the head with it too, which was awesome during the G1. Yeah, I'm excited for this. This is this is gonna be. This is going to be like cool. how crazy, I... exciting for wrestling. And it's all, well, elites. <laughs> that, that's kind of in the epicenter. You know, of course, like we said, the, the partnership now they have with with Triple A uh, Impact Wrestling, of course, uh, now with New Japan, um, it, it's pretty bonkers. Uh, let's not forget the N.W.A. Uh, getting, you know, uh, Thunder Rosa. To kind of upend the the women's division here, uh, Serena D being the NWA Women's Champion, who I feel I, I forget if I uh, no, I'm pretty sure I put her on my nom- my nomination list. I'm not sure if she made the final cut, but definitely one of the best highlights of the uh, latter half of 2020 uh, for women's wrestling in general. But uh, I mean, how many more partnerships do you think they're going to try to squeeze in?
1: I don't know. It, you know, here's. The...
2: Uh oh,
1: why do you seem okay. dour
2: on the situation? You know, it's it's,
1: it's not, I'm I'm not that I'm not that I'm I guess I guess what I'm I'm trying to think of how's the best way best way to approach this because this is going to be one of those things where we talking it's going to open up into fifty fifty different discussions because right now you look at it and you have all Japan and New Japan now everything that mm-hmm. it sounds like from what Meltzer said was. New Japan wanted Kenta and the or wanted Moxley. And the only way Khan would let him wrestle in the US for New Japan, if they because of the if they're doing it on strong like that, is yep. if they did the if they worked together and they opened it up. And with Harold Mage gone, which if you listen to our show a few months ago and Mage left, I said you and you agreed with me too that what the thought was Without Harold Mage there, this is that's going to open this back up because he was mm-hmm. the reason it closed. And lo and behold, it's now open. We told you this was going to happen. So now there is the working agreement. I mean, Tomatonga's like, I can't wait to visit your new place to Kent on Twitter. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if you saw the thing where Kenny Omega's like, Welcome to the Bullet Club and over here in you know Florida or whatever. And Kenta's like, shut the fuck up. I don't yeah. care about you. I'm here to beat up Moxley.
2: And he's like, well, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, and he's
1: all excited.
2: But now we're and getting a Kenta and Kenny Omega tag team this <laughs> upcoming Wednesday. How crazy is this? And, and um, again, for for like true professional wrestling fans, um you know just leave the the smartness out of it but like when you saw this did you not jump off your couch and be like holy shit like I can't believe I'm seeing this yes we knew this would eventually happen but you know kind of with the sideness you know the Jay White aspect you know kind of playing that off uh you know the hints of him going to the E but essentially all it was was like, okay. They are really going to build this expansion into America, uh, meaning, of course, New Japan. Heck, they got the Roku channel deal. So, starting what uh, next Thursday, they're going to start uh, being airing for free with a Roku. Even though New Japan World only works on a Fire Stick, we'll get th- we'll get to that in a bit. But I mean, I was truly like like pumped. The fresh matchups that we can experience. The hesitant of the travel, you know, that's the other, you know, thing. But, again, you got to give credit to everyone at All Elite for for doing all this. And, oh, yeah, also kind of partnering with Tokyo Joshi Pro by allowing and having some of their uh, AEW Women's Eliminator Championship tournament uh, have some matches out in Japan. Like, this is some really cool stuff here. We get to see Maki Ito, Ryan, on TNT. How nuts is that?
1: <laughs> well, and this is this is why I'm saying it's going to go down all these wormholes because just like that we we now you got to look at it too is it's more than even Tokyo Joshi Pro because Emmy Sakura and May Seruga May Seruga by the way I've been talking about her for a long time she's she's from Choco Pro so this is more of a deal with Choco Pro almost. Oh, I always thought that was Yoshi just a wrestler.
2: Pro. I didn't know that was a no. whole company.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Emmy Sakura's company. She runs it's Choco. Pro. I love Emmy
2: Sakura. And, and
1: awesome. then so you have her and uh suruga, who May Saruga, I'm telling you, people are gonna see her and go, Holy crap, why didn't you tell me about her? And I'm gonna go, I told you about her people.
2: I said, she what's, uh, what's her style contrasted like or two?
1: She she's she I wish she could be in stardom. I'll just say like she's Yuka Sakazaki style. Like she's oh. she could do everything. She's not gonna be your Miyama like, you know, Earthbeater, like you know, like Kaito Ishida type, but She's going mm-hmm. to have a technical, really good match with selling bodywork, you know, limbs, things like that. Like, it's going – she just works. She's a really good worker. And hmm. then uh, Ryu Mizunami from – I believe she's representing Pro Wrestling Wave. Uh, oh. So, I mean, there's, there's more than just one company in this. That, like, so already right over there – Over 10
2: over – I mean, they're already under, but do you think they'll reach over 10 – promotions that they'll kind of uh, partner with by the oh. end of 2021.
1: Okay, think about it. Let's 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 count. You have um NWA, yeah.
2: There's Japan. 2 Impact, 3.
1: Uh Tokyo Joshi Pro, 4. Um do you do you count DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro as the same?
2: Well, yeah, because Omega was going to head down there to face Endo, but of course the yeah, so, so there, five. Uh, so five pro wrestling wave. Six. Um, we have Choco Pro. Seven.
1: Again, <laughs> that's that like a cool like '80s wrestler. Yeah, like we're we're already at seven, and that's you know it's this is why this, like I said I'll say it one more time this is why this gets so big because think of this too is New Japan Triple oh, a-
2: Thank you, Jordan. Oh, and Triple G- A. That's Triple A.
1: Eight. Good call, Jordan. You have a good call with that one. So it's eight. So we're already at eight right there. That's not talking. If they were they were working with Rush for a while, no, that was that or Crash. That was Impact with Crash. But when yeah. you look at um, New Japan with their Super J tournament, they had guys from Impact in there. They had guys from NWA in there. They had guys from uh, Game Changer in there. You know, nice. so all of these are already tied together. So what does that say now with AEW? Like if AEW and New
2: Japan are working together. Where does Ring of Honor sit? Does Does
1: New Japan decide to run <laughs> Madison Square Garden? I, I
2: they're They're sitting on Sinclair money. I I don't think.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't care That's true. But so already so signed. How much fanfare is in makes
2: it? Me, this makes
1: you This makes wonder. About Madison Square Garden. Say things get cleared up and they can run MSG this summer like they wanted to last summer, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Does yep. New
1: Japan still run it with Ring of Honor, or do they run it with AEW, or do they run it with AEW Ring of Honor and Impact? Oof. like there's a I lot mean, of stuff that could come from this like this is so much bigger than i think we're looking at the thought of
2: do you think now with the second show that all elite wrestling is going to you know hopefully soon premiere on tnt they say it's not uh, a third hour of dynamite it's not of course replacing <laughs> dark but i mean they're gonna really need this for the that second third tier of talent right since all mm-hmm. these other promotions are going to be having their wrestlers on their main Wednesday night show. Yeah. There's, and, and Will now it be could, their NXT, essentially, do you think, the second show?
1: I, I don't think it'll be things like that, but I think it's going to give us just more stuff. Because the one thing that AEW does better than all these other companies that run weekly TV shows is they don't give you everybody every week. Mm. When you watch Raw, you see 45 people in three hours. oh my god (laughs) like they're trying to put whether it's somebody talking to interview robot one or two in the back like they put every human being on AEW will run a thing don't don't forget next week cody back in action like their biggest name they don't even put on every week that's why they it works the way it it does so well like they Mm -hmm. they were building up to archer and uh, um uh, Eddie Kingston for like three weeks without even having him on TV.
2: And they've had like two matches in three weeks, which mm-hmm. has been amazing, bro. They're not even <laughs> matches. They're just yeah. like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So you get all of this to do
1: it. And now, on top of what I'm looking at, too, is now New Japan is going to, you know, you know, they're going to take advantage of it as well because I'm sure mm-hmm. I, we're doing a full working agreement.
2: Hey, and good for Khan. In? Because, you know, yeah. he would always complain. It's like, I would, glad, you know, I gladly have my talent go over there, work with them. But, he, you know, he would always complain, which he should have. You know, he was just like, but they're not reciprocating. No, <laughs> like, I, I should be getting some talent here, you know, not Okada, but at least toss me a Yoshihashi. Uh, but now he's getting a Kenta, which is going to be mm-hmm. amazing. Which, so, with this hype, do they surpass a million uh, viewers do you think they might they might but hold, let me let me finish this
1: this last one yeah. real quick is now now if you're new japan you can go hey we want can we send Gabriel kidd to Jacksonville for a year and wrestle on dark for his mm. excursion or can we send Yuya Yamura down to or Yotasuji. Like now you can have him go on an excursion that works. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: look at when Eva was Takaki Watanabe. He didn't do shit. He'd occasionally wrestle in San Antonio and you know he traveled with Ring of Honor to Hopkins, but he went to Ring of Honor and they didn't even like use him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know he he was up at Smash in in Toronto, which still I posted that 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 video. I don't know if you saw that. When he the guy's like Takaki Watsonabe, what's your feelings about wrestling Christopher Daniels tonight? He just goes shut the fuck up. <laughs> <they're> like, wow. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh okay, but like
1: they didn't they didn't do anything with him, and Ring of Honor kind of pooch the bed with that with not using these guys mm-hmm. and now you can legit send, send Yuya Yamura, yoda suji gabriel kid you know you could move carl fredericks over there or um alex coughlin clark Connors. you can take these young lions and you can put them in aew and have them work dynamite and dark and give them actual angles and things to do they can go to impact kind of like mm-hmm. Like how good this is for private party, I think to go over there and do a a big time program and impact because now they're getting the headline and get that get those jitters of having to wait till the end of the sh- you know waiting to do the end of the show type thing.
2: Yeah. So this that's this very true.
1: This is something that's going to evolve and help a lot of places. And meanwhile, I think WWE is going to slowly start to see as as all these other companies start growing. Like maybe we should have been better at this.
2: You because, know what's great is we're they're building territories again internationally, mm-hmm. which is yeah. very, very very anti WWE in a time where you, you know people need to have unity and love and respect for each other. I think that's what, what Tony Khan and all the heads of all these companies that are working together because they see it can benefit each company, not all at once. But you could lead up to your big shows with the big stars from the cross promotions and, and I think it, it truly is a win win. And and like you're saying too, um uh like you were saying, Sydney in the house um <laughs>
1: uh, like you're saying yeah, this this is where Tony Khan deserves a standing ovation is here comes this guy who's no more than what we are. He's a you know, he's an internet mark who loves wrestling
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Said, you know what? I can do this better than anyone else can in in the in the, in the U.S. and I'm going to do it. And he got the right people to do it, and now they're doing it. And it's they're putting together what's going to be a pretty damn big thing if this goes the way everybody's expecting it to. And what's so nice is It's almost like they're putting it all together before the season starts. Think of it. Think of it as COVID. This is a weird weird analogy, but follow me on this. Think of COVID. As the preseason and training Mm -hmm. camp you're building the rosters you're putting together the playbook you're figuring out the 50 56 man rotation or 52 player rotation whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then when when restrictions lift and people have gotten vaccinated and covid is is under control now it's the regular season and you have the game plan ready to go and you're able to go play and now they could start going boom pieces everywhere pieces here stories here and everything's gonna hit. It's just gonna bam, 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 and it's gonna be big, and it's gonna be mm. really good. Because let's not think about. Let's not forget. What if what if Red Pro gets involved? Things like that. Like,
0: oh, there's a
1: lot of stuff that that we're not. You know, all of a sudden Ricky Knight Junior. shows up. You know, they, there's there's a lot of
2: a lot of big things. Like, what about MLW? Because I mean they, they kinda have a little bit. I mean, you have a triple A, I mean Laredo Kid's gonna be on their, you know, T V in a couple of weeks. I mm-hmm. mean again, why not? I mean I, Jacob Fat, Fatu, uh, I have watched a few of his matches over on YouTube and while I'm not <laughs> all the what way there, while I'm not all the way there, I can kind of see the hype. And and that's that's where like
1: this just ties into what I think could be so much more than we're really looking at. This is, you know, once again, why there's, there's so many avenues to go down when discussing this, because if you already, if you just say we're at a police station and we have a picture of wrestling and we're mm-hmm. tying the the yarn around the thumbtacks, these think of how many different storylines and like, like linear paths we have built on our, on our uh, investigation wall, with this company, who that has worked with this and this and this, but that company is still so tied to this company by some length, which comes around to, like I'm just saying, man, I think I think we're going to hit a boom period, especially in in u s wrestling that we haven't seen and we've been asking for for a long time, because I mean well since let's, let's 2018 be at all in, yeah, and, I mean that was which the is so. Um but but I mean like if if you really get down to down to it, what maybe 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. maybe 2014 was the last time that like WWE was good. Maybe twenty fifteen if you really want to be generous.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: American wrestling hasn't been shit for five, six years. And no. AW started turning that around last year with how, that how because Gritty of year.
2: the network
1: <laughs> and, and you know and pay per views. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to turn that to the peacock thing now? Or do you, do you want to, do you have some more on the, the Kenta uh, forbidden door? Cause I think we, you know, we kind of nailed most of the, the big, big points. But now we're just going to play the waiting game.
2: Yeah. I did have a question too, is how yeah. does all, all of the logistics work out? Does the company that say, Say, and a helico is going back to AAA. Does AAA mm-hmm. then front the travel, the stay? Obviously, they paid the talent, but does AEW then get a cut of the house, or how does all of this transitional monetary? Let's just be real. how how does the money come into play for the companies uh, when they trade talent like this?
1: My guess, if if I had to if I had to make my assumption on it. If I'm Tony Khan and you're Takaki Kadani and you're like, hey, um, I want to send you Yuyu Yamura and Yoda Suji and I'll give you Hiroki Godo to use for, or like Jeff Cobb for a few months.
2: Nice. You know?
1: Okay, cool. Um, well, what do you, well, I, I would love it if you would take um, uh, the acclaimed. They could use some, some tag work too. You know, would you take the acclaimed. And then I'll give you, I don't know, who's somebody you'd like on my roster that you could use? Well, could I, you know, could we, could we take Brian Cage? Great. That would be awesome. So mm-hmm. I'll fly them to you and you fly your guys to me.
2: And then, yeah, okay. You know, I and then when we're done, I'll fly them
1: back. And then you fly my guys back. And then Cage and the Acclaimed are already under AEW contracts. So you don't have to worry about paying them because I'm already going to be paying them while they're there. Um, you just take care of your guys' normal money that you'd be paying them per shows, and that way we don't have to worry about handing money over to each other. We just keep paying our guys, and we'll just pay our trams. You know, we will we'll take care of lodging for for your three, um, and then just you know however you want to handle our guys. I think that's probably the easiest way I would do it. Because like when I booked Colt Cabana, I worked with a guy in Vegas. Who mm-hmm. had him the day before, and me and him just split the cost of his ticket, and then oh. Cabana just stayed at Sean Devari's house out in Bloomington, so I didn't even have to get him a hotel. He goes, yeah, if you just want to give me a lift to Devari's, I said, perfect.
2: Damn. And then we
1: paid for half of his flight, and then I just paid him for the for the the booking. But that way it was it was more cost efficient for for me and the promoter in Vegas.
2: Was it just Samoa Joe that went to your house or did Cabana go to
1: uh, Cabana came over. Joe went to Darren's house. Okay. For that fight. I just I didn't go over to Darren's um to watch it. But uh you know, this way instead of the guy from Vegas having to fly cabana mm-hmm. from Chicago to Vegas and then from Vegas back to Chicago, I paid for the flight from yeah. uh, for that makes more sense. Vegas to Minnesota and I just worked with him so that way it just made it easier on both of us. What a guy then, and then Ladies. Cabana had a, had a great time and was like, hey, you know, I'll just stay at Sean's house. I haven't seen him in a
2: while. Perfect. Thanks, man. Nice. You know, I... Just... He's <laughs> like, I'm not going to Maplewood. What's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or I.P. <a> Sexton. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will never forget. I've told this story before, but I go in my living room to get a beer, or my kitchen to get a beer, and Cole Cabana has Demetrius in a cravat in my kitchen. I go, "What is going on in here?" And he's like, "Well, he he didn't know how to do a cravat." Like, That's so wild! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, only only in independent wrestling is something like that. Or <laughs> Cole Cabana is just ripping Demetrius's head off in the kitchen. But speaking of independent
2: wrestling. Um, As we stated, New Japan is on the Roku channel, as, of course, during Wrestle Kingdom 15, uh, they, they had a preview with a purple background, of course, Roku channel, which I had no idea was a thing. A lot of people were saying, ooh, that's their color. A lot of people, like myself, were hoping HBO Max or the Warner Media Network, especially with the Forbidden Door, you know, kind of open now. Um, But uh, Roku Channel seems to be the winner. Again, every Thursday will be an hour content. I'm assuming it's going to be something very, very similar to what Access would air, Um, just essentially some of the matches. uh, And the archives there, uh, Roku Channel available in nearly 62 million U.S. homes, Uh, Ryan, why do I have to get a Roku or should I, since I have new Japan world and of course, you know, the internet?
1: No, I don't think anybody, I think this isn't going to do anything. (laughs) I don't, I couldn't care less about that. I, it's, this isn't a big deal at all. I don't think it's going to work. I think they'll pop a number the first, the first show. Um, and then I think. do you measure
2: viewers on the Roku channel, by the way? I don't know, man. I, like, do I have it on Comcast? I, I don't think so. <laughs> not that I know of.
1: So you're telling me I have to buy a Roku to yeah. watch this? No, I'm, I'm not. I I have the app, or I have New Japan World. I don't need it. And I here's have. Is if any if you if you have a Roku and you watch New Japan, I'm willing to bet you already paid for New Japan World, so you're not going to watch it either. Yeah. So I, I think this is a. Like, like, I was I like I'm gonna buy something. one,
2: but I don't. I don't need it because I have two Apple TVs, three Fire Sticks, two smart TVs, an Xbox. Like I have all that, and all I do is just search shit. That's all I do.
1: Yeah, I, like I, I cool. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not mad. It's I'm too expand their audience. audience. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna draw a number.
2: Like I don't. Do you think that'll build build more to their subscriptions?
1: I don't know. I I guess it's, I think here's, I think the other hard part when you really break this down is how many people had no clue that this was even a thing?
2: Me. And I know TV. (laughs) Exactly.
1: You know, so I just, I think, I mean, I don't know. Let me let me check. Let me, I'm just
2: gonna Google it. The um, other big announcement: uh, Pluto um, TV, which I love. Which is channel, like hundreds of TV. channels. Uh, from they can have a MTV The Challenge channel, which is cool. They'll have like random seventies. They'll have movie channels. Oh. Some really good stuff. Well Pluto TV just announced that they will now start streaming, IWTV, which will essentially. Had the content of Beyond Wrestling, Women's Wrestling Revolution, and Defy Wrestling. Now, um, Internet or IWTV don't they have Big Japan like in
1: Freedoms?
3: And
0: That's correct. W?
1: Yeah. Now so, I'm more interested in that. Like, so I'm looking at it. You could access the Roku channel on your Xfinity, but you have to sync up your Roku to your Xfinity yo. cable box. So you still have have a Roku to do it. No, if I have a Roku, I'm just doing it. No. Yeah. What, what was the what was the event that you uh you said that you saw the picture with the purple in the background?
2: Uh, Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Did did you watch the pre-show to Wrestle
2: Kingdom? Uh, no.
1: Damn. So you didn't see this?
2: i he's
0: got a yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 20 times. <laughs> Damn, Damn, yeah, right here. Wait is the of the best Yeah. yeah. Hear the little, little, little the the
2: <laughs> then they show all the different wrestlers. So that was Don King inspired, right? <laughs> I think so. That was, that was what
1: we were thinking. I thought I had that on the soundboard, but I guess I didn't. So I had to just upload it real quick. I still have this, though. Why not, Who's Tranquilo now, Ticket? That'll never <leave. laughs> Hello there, complex. The good old Will Oscar.
2: <laughs> William.
1: <laughs> good old William. I um, no, I just... Yeah, I, I don't even think it's worth really getting into with the Roku thing. Like, kudos for them trying something. It
2: just seems um, worse. I mean, obviously, there's more... I, I don't know. People with direct TV I'm assuming, it has got to be about 62 million people as well, but I, it just seems like a weird miss. Like, ESPN... <laughs> HBO wanted them, um, and I believe CBS Sports also were trying to grab them. Why wouldn't you go with any of those? ESPN was trying to get New Japan Pro Wrestling, but yet they went to uh, the Roku channel.
1: Even CBS
2: Sports makes more sense, doesn't it? I am baffled. I am completely bad. yeah Yeah. variety yeah, he, reported that earlier today. look at
1: this and this was the one when you when you initially said um, I initially when you asked me a few weeks ago I said vice is where I thought I was gonna go
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I'm looking at this recent news broke the New Japan reached a deal with Roku. According to new reports by like Dave Meltzer, the company is also talking to ESPN Vice and CBS Sports. So Vice is new, too. Oh, Vice. Because That's right. Vice because is the of other one. That, I, that was why I had said that when you asked me, because of the dark and side of the
2: mean, ring. And yeah, that I thought was a perfect home. Oh, DDT, Vice, if, you're listening. Of
0: group
2: of you. if you're listening, to Kagi, try to go to Vice. You would be tremendous on that channel.
0: Okay, it's so... so
1: here's maybe some reasons as to why, so this might make make it a little less harsh for him, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. There was interest by CBS Sports Network according to the report. The problem with CBS was that there would have been no money offered, just a split of advertising. So all that they would have got was just splitting the advertising revenue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As for ESPN and Vice, the lack of any proof of viewership numbers during the promotion time on access ultimately led for no deal to be made. hmm. So it says uh, it is stated that the deal with Roku is not an exclusive one, so should the show be a success, and if Roku is able to provide viewership data, that data could potentially be used to secure a second deal for New Japan with the different content.:
2: Okay, yeah, I was wondering oh. if there was an out like after a year or or whatever.
1: So that makes me a little less harsh on it.:
2: Oh shit, Street Sharks is also streaming on Pluto.. <laughs> I need to find biker mice from Mars, and then I'll be totally biker happy. Mars. Biker mice from Mars.
1: Can I um? Can I laugh now about how bad WWE is? Is it time for me? Do I get to? Do that
2: oh yet? yeah. I wanted to get to the other streaming news before the okay, billion sorry. dollar question. Uh, being, will you pay five dollars a month to get all the quality program- programming from NBC Universal? Just to watch the WWE Network billion. Take it away.
1: So we're gonna get uh, in-depth uh, emailed instructions soon about how the transition will work. Come um, fast yes, play er, uh, elimination chamber, <laughs> which will be the first one. So they're gonna give us a fast intro, kind of like how Michael Cole had to tell us during the Royal Rumble that both feet have to hit the ground the same way it's been for thirty, you know, five. Flip in years. God, you subtly hammering that company. Um, but I with Xfinity I already get Peacock for free. It's just in my plan. Oh, nice. kind of like H, it's just like uh, HBO Max's. It's just kind of in the in since I pay for HBO. So technically I'm going from paying ten dollars a month to for the network to not I don't even have to pay for it. Wow. So that's even better because now I can I'm basically bootlegging uh, pay-per-views for free because I don't want to pay for them,
0: which is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the but
1: the thing the thing that they, that drives me nuts about this is, you know, with with the talk about how you know we make stories and we're we're great at all this kind of stuff and you know we're a successful company. It's you know we, we do it better than anybody.
3: So
0: Can that's we a quarter four
1: can we finally put that to bed that anybody who thinks Vince McMahon is a good wrestling promoter is, is he's one of the worst wrestling promoters ever. He's awful. He's a great businessman. This Mm -hmm. guy took the worst product he's had in the history of this company and had the highest grossing numbers without even attendance. This guy literally is living his dream because now he is nothing more than a media company. He gets to run his shows controlling who gets cheered and booed doesn't have to worry about fans in attendance shitting on his ideas, and he gets to play the guy who just runs his movie and he's making record money so nothing will change
0: mm-hmm.
1: it now if you mean to tell me that between you know with social media they have like ninety five million followers with YouTube and Instagram and twitter like that that sounds right that's, <clears throat> that's a probably a legit number
0: Bots pots, pots, pots pots
1: um how how are you a good promoter if you're converting not out of ninety five million million you can't even get more than 1.4 subscribers to your network
2: and sometimes they can get that on a YouTube clip if not double or triple
1: so that, that means it's like if 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 I was your boss. And I and I said, Alex, you had ninety five customers today buy a computer, and you only sold one Microsoft Office. You are an awful salesman.
2: <laughs> wow, I've never been called that in my life. No,
1: no, I no, don't. I don't mean that like not personally, but you know. Vince, you know you have 95 million subscribers on social mm-hmm. media, and you only converted 1.3 million of those into a $10 subscription to get a pay-per-view a month? You are awful at this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if anybody wants to tell me right now that I'm wrong, there's no physical way you can prove me wrong in this, in this discussion because the man literally sold it to P- NBC because it was failing. If mm-hmm. it was succeeding, they wouldn't have sold it.
2: And he's still got a billion dollars Exactly, for it. and that's why he's a
1: great businessman. But as a wrestling promoter, he's dog shit, and he he proved it because he, he admitted that this was a failure by mm-hmm. selling.
2: Do you think he's sensing the end is nigh for him? Not saying that he's going to go... Uh, you know, of course, not not saying. I'm just saying, being the head of WWE, being all things WWE, he's been missing shows lately. Of course, his brother did pass away, um, but wasn't yeah, and he sat at home course.
1: and watched it and called them, telling yeah. them what needed to be fixed.
2: <laughs> and so, like, I mean, obviously, everyone's up, you know, up in arms on, on what's going to happen. You know, you know, Ryback is, is saying as as well as others about his health. You know, he looks awful, you know, death's, you know, coming out uh, or knocking on his door, I should say. But, I mean, do you think he's just sensing like, hey, it's coming to an end? rumors are before even, you know, even handing it off to Triple H or Stephanie McMahon or even Shane um, that he would essentially just rather sell the whole company to a media outlet like a Fox or, you know, in this case now, an NBC Universal, which of course they've had that relationship for, like you said, over 30 years with USA minus, you know, uh, one or two with, uh, with Spike TV there. But I mean, do you think this, the Saudi deals, just everything we've been seeing, uh, you know, over the last five years, but especially within the last two, I mean, do you? Yeah, do you yeah. just think he's he's thinking it's almost time? Like, do no. you think we see Vince McMahon after twenty twenty one heading the E?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. He will not give this company away until they are they put him six feet in the ground, and he may request that he goes in with Titan Towers key in the coffin with him. <laughs>
2: so we like, will essentially sell the, the the company. Is what you're saying?
1: Uh, yeah. Th- no, he won't. The, he will, the, he will never sell this company. I, I think, I mean, the writing was on the wall ra- the wall when he, Michelle Wilson and George Berrios were fired, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, you
1: know, if you remember, I played the Q1 con call from last yeah. year on, on our network. Um, And they said right on there that we're looking to do similar to what UFC did with ESPN. Now, thankfully we don't have to pay for the pay-per-views like you still do for the UFC events with paying for ESPN plus. So mm-hmm. that makes me happy. That was, that made me nervous. Cause I was like, well, then I'm not, I'm not going to pay for one of these. Uh, but no, I don't think he hands this thing off until he is done until he physically can't do it anymore.
2: He writes it in the will. Everyone's thinking they're going to get it. And it's like, Nope. nope. We're full. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we're closing Done."
1: Wow. I just, but here's, here's the kicker too. And this is what sucks. And I wish Vince could see it. And I don't even necessarily want Vince to step away, because that's kind of, you know, this is his company. He built this. He he earned this. He worked his ass off for this. Nobody can. I'll never take that away from how hard this guy works. Mm -hmm. I just, he doesn't understand wrestling anymore. And he's got dipshit Pritchard running these shows, and Pritchard books for Vince. He doesn't book for the, Mm -hmm. the, for the, the, the fans. He books, I need to book this show so Vince doesn't give me 15 rewrites before the show starts. So he's, he's booking for one man that has nothing to do with anything else that has no pulse on it. If you look at the Royal Rumble, the way that these matches went and the way that the show was ran, he wasn't there. And this was the best WWE pay-per-view I've seen in five oh, six long years. Time.
2: Five or six years. That's what we said about last year's Royal Rumble. Did we? Yeah. I didn't think it was that good, was it? You didn't! Don't forget Roman Reigns, Spear, and Baron Corbin on the oh, dugout God. of the Astros. Oh God! I, know the the I didn't like that at all. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the men's rumble was the only good. I mean, the women's rumble, but the men's rumble was the only good thing there.
1: I'm trying to see if I have my. Uh...
2: I can't find my. Uh... What about Rumble 16 though? With Owens and Ambrose, of course. Styles' debut. <laughs> yes,
1: that that.
2: So five years ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I can't find my Royal Rumble uh, 2020
2: um, doc on here. Huh. But, like, you could sense when a Raw or a SmackDown, when you read, like, hey, Triple H, you know, was was heading everything, you know, backstage. That's when you can sense the flow of a show is is you know, belie- believable, mm-hmm. you know, breathable even where, you know, yeah, with the rumble 2021 uh, from top to bottom, granted, I didn't watch the pre-show, but from, from top us. to bottom, I thought it was a a great watch, a smooth watch. I was kind of, you know, dreading it since I was starting it at 10 o'clock. Um, but, you know, come, you know, 2 AM, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm all in for what this company is going to do. And then reality said it when I woke up, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, don't don't have high hopes. <laughs> yeah,
0: he it was... It,
2: it, I mean, it was, you got Seth Rollins him. back. That's all you wanted. <laughs> Let's see. Um, So it was King
1: Corbin, Roman Reigns. We had mm-hmm. Shorty, G, and Sheamus. What? with with the... Uh Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Oh my God! On grapple, it's getting a one point seven. We had the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan, Whoa. Becky Lynch and Asuka, and then the Men's Rumble. Yeah, the Men's Rumble got a. I gave it a four. Looks it looks like.
0: Becky Asuka was four and a half.
1: Um, Bailey Lacey Evans one and three quarters. Whoa. Corbin Roman two. <laughs> I mean. And that's, but that's the thing is the Rumbles are always like fun at least.
2: Yes. Uh, And surprises, (laughs) gimmicks, and all, Mayor Kane. This, this, um,
1: I will say this year's men's Rumble kind of was just like there.
2: Like I thought Christian. It's like they were trying to do, uh, what was it, ninety nine? We're like Austin comes out first and then McMahon comes out and they're like, oh, they're battling, you know. Like or and Edge, you know, they're they're doing their feud, and then of course they disappear for like twenty-nine minutes of the rumble, We're like, oh yeah, they're back. Um, let me pull up my rumble. This
1: is we can this is a good way to go. We can, we can get into some reviews and get into the rumble here. Um <clears throat> while I'm pulling that up, I I really think that or wish, not more than think they would stop talking how much, um, like, oh, my God, you know, if you start out number one or two or three, you oh, you have such a hard time in front of you. No, you don't. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> this person like
0: every year.
1: You know, Bel Air was number yeah, three. Angles. was number, eight, number one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Ray was number two. Whoa. Benoit <laughs> was number one austin was number one michaels was number three. Yeah.
0: like
1: can we please rick flair was number three can we stop with this oh my god they're gonna have such a hard time and then they gotta tell you how long they've been in the ring for every every 30 seconds like i get it like can we just i don't the royal rumble really made me and, and i'll say this too jordan came over for the rumble i had a great time watching it with them like we we marked hard like when the women's rumble ended, I literally jumped up and cheered, and I haven't done that on a WWE show wow. in ages. I think the last time I did it for anything WWE even related was probably the Io Shirai, um, Candice LeRae uh, match that they had at that takeover a couple of years mm-hmm. ago that I went the full five on,
0: yeah. like
1: 2018 or whatever. That was the last time I was this excited. Like, Obviously, Walter and Dragunov, which is going to be my top ten only when, when we unveil our awards here later this month, but you know, I knew this Wait, series, it wasn't
2: right? John Cena wearing an uh, NWO shirt?
1: <laughs> God no. Whoa.
2: <Yeah, laughs> I marked hard um, for that. Like a I, emoji I, of an eggplant.
1: I, I mean I kinda did when, when Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black were killed when they got thrown off a Titan Tower <laughs> and they there on Raw the next
2: night. <laughs> Especially me from Mysterio.
1: <laughs> you were like, God damn it, he's back. Thought they killed him.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but oh my gosh! And then and then him coming out, uh, Victoria Beer, the new sponsor of Ray Mysterio. Uh, and he's cutting this this like ad as Mysterio's and Mysterio's running a hundred miles an hour to get down to the ring too. So he's talking a mile an hour. He's still got to mm-hmm. get back to call the action and then tell you that just in case you're aware the only way to lose is if both feet touch the ground, like Ooh, the hammer. Was, was on another level when when Naomi got knocked off and she did that like box roll and didn't touch the mm-hmm. ground. As I stated, as I stated, her feet have not touched the ground. She is not eliminated, but I don't know how she's going to get out of this. Both feet have to touch. The... Okay, Michael Cole. <laughs> like, just mm-hmm. stop. Just stop for two seconds and listen to what you're saying. Um,
2: well, to be fair, he's just going to what's being fed to him through a phone from Stanford, Connecticut. Well,
1: and then, like, they, they're talking about, like, did you see they, they showed a picture of uh, Edge and Damian Priest in the back, and they're like, the past giving the future the, the rub, or something like that? It's like, you know, Damian what? Priest is 38 years old? Yeah.
2: He's <laughs> less than a decade younger than Edge.
1: If, if you really go down the rabbit hole... You know they talked about uh, somebody brought up Bob Backlund.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How you know they they brought him back to, and he was in the Rumble, and he was forty three when he was in the Rumble. There was like ten guys in this Rumble that were older than Bob
2: Backlund that year he came. There was the only world. two guys younger than thirty, Otis <laughs> being one of them. <laughs> and and the like, average age I want to say then they say it was like thirty seven.
1: Yeah, I mean you had Edge was over forty, Orton was over forty. Jeff Hardy's over 40. Dolph Ziggler is 40. Jeff Shinsuke's Hardy. over 40. Carlito's over 40. I think John John Morrison might
2: be 40. Um, if I could look like any of these guys, by the way, when I'm 40, I, I'd be happy. By the way, Carlito came out.
1: Just Jacked. Carlito only oiled his abs. That's the only thing he oiled up. <laughs> by the way.
2: <laughs> the Jordan Pop he saw those abs in a, in yeah. a yoke Carlito. Yeah. So, well, I said he's getting a contract. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm a man. <laughs> he said,
1: um, that's you know, the I,
2: prime now, though. That's the crazy thing. In Japan, it's like 25, but in America, it's like 40,
1: 38. <laughs> the Hurricane Bobby Lashley Christian, you know, the youngest guy in this match shouldn't even be in this flipping company, and that's Dominic. <sighs> Think about that. The youngest guy in this ring was Dominic Mysterio, who's there as a, just a casual, like a by like association.
0: Oof, gross. And
1: tell me how,
2: where was Keith Lee? Someone brought that up. Uh, I was talking the match with someone, and and I was like, I didn't even notice. Sadly. where maybe he was down at the PC, you know, trying to uh, you know, get get. Yote. You know, Vegas you had yolt.
1: him as it was it was him and Daniel Bryan as the two favorites in Vegas to win the Rumble, and he wasn't even in it.
2: Nope. Daniel Bryan was barely in it and then eliminated. <laughs> I like it just it it blows my mind. I, I I don't even have who
1: eliminated Dominic Mysterio on my sheet here. I just have Dominic Mysterio with a dash because I wasn't I didn't care, I don't think. And then <laughs> Here's my other problem with this men's match.
0: And, and
1: I, like, like I said, it was a lot of just things happening for no reason. It, it, it was like watching a WWE plunder match. It was just things, people doing things for no reason just to do them to pass time. Mm-hmm. Then you got Omos almost, or whatever literally grabbing people and pulling them out of the ring and the refs allowing it.
2: Yeah, but that's been happening since the dawn of the Rumble. People that have been eliminated, eliminate others, and it's just like, well, why don't they just, you know. True, true. I'll defend
1: it it with two terms. One, the main one that people always talk about is Sid, which theoretically Ric Flair did dump Hogan. Mm -hmm. But to go off your point, those guys were in the match, and they, they were heels that came back in. This is a manager. Who literally grabbed people by their heads and just dragged. Like, <laughs> why so does AJ do that?
2: get the elimination then?
1: I, well, I wrote Omos or Omos, whatever his <laughs> name was. Now, if that was the case where he was not being told he couldn't do that, why didn't he just get in the ring and start doing it then?
2: Hmm. Or like, why wouldn't you have a big man threat in a match like this? He's just going to be in the corner, anyways. <laughs>
1: I'm just like, and if I'm AJ, I just roll out of the ring. What are you going to do? You come to talk smack to me, my guy will just pull you out and I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then everyone puts over how smart, brilliant that uh, that uh, um, Braun Strowman was, how he was going to throw him over the rope, and then he stopped and realized almost was there. So then he just threw him on the other side. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Is this? So, you know that means? Now we're going to get Braun and AJ at Mania. Who AJ and who? Braun.
2: Oh, gross! Why?
1: Because Braun was smart enough where instead of eliminating him, where it almost was to catch him, he stopped and held him by his hair and then turned and threw him the other way, ninety degrees.
2: You remember when he came out at number thirty and even the uh, Thunderdome didn't respond?
1: <laughs> you notice that certain wrestlers get like the volume at like six when they come out, uh... then, like when Drew McIntyre comes out, the shit's at like eleven. Like they they physically couldn't even pop that loud if it was a real crowd. Like like Ricochet comes out and it's like, yeah, wrestling, yeah. And then McIntyre comes out and it's like Ah like, it's just
2: like Damn, Kevin Dunn's racist. <laughs> allegedly.
1: You know I, well, that was my only problem with the with the men's thing.
2: Now I will my say, thing my other problem oh, okay, yeah. Continue.
1: Um how how awesome was it, though, when Riddle and Daniel Bryan got a hold of each other? Yes. And they just started They just started wrestling. And it was like, oh, my God. Give us this at Mania. Give me that.
2: Yeah. If Daniel Bryan's not going to be uh, going for a championship, why not do a ROH Pure style? Type oh, of
1: baby. Because, you know, uh, did Ed, it's probably because it'll be Edge enrollment, I'm sure. Yes. Which I'm fine ah. with. Yeah, that's whatever.
2: What what does McIntyre do then? Uh. Because be the Miz the... Money in the Bank. Oh God. Uh, Damian Priest. Did they bring back Jinder Mahal to showcase the, their new show?
1: So he he didn't he work the India India show that just happened. That's what I'm
2: saying. He can they they can cross promote that and they can yeah. put him. You know, two out of the three man band ain't bad. <laughs>
1: Because I'm guessing it's gonna be Miz and Morrison. Or Sheamus. Again.
2: I mean Sheamus. Yeah, good maybe concern. that's
1: what it is. There you go. It's I think you should get it out. Because <laughs> it'll be Miz and Morrison again. Tight, by the way. <laughs> it'll,
0: it'll be Miz and Morrison and
1: Damien Priest and Bad Bunny.
3: Because
1: he's been at the performance center every day training. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know.
2: Hurricane Probably. Hounds.
1: Why what was the point of having the hurricane in there?
2: What, what was the was point was... of Goldberg coming out with security when there's no one at <laughs> the Tropicana field? That's my big question of the whole night. Why? Why still do the gimmick? At least Kane was in his gimmicks and it made sense because he was wrestling. He wasn't <laughs> paying homage or, or, you know, paying his, his respects. To his fake brother uh, did you because did you come out knocking <laughs> head well, he didn't knock his head, thank goodness <laughs> because he's real I mean at least it took two times for him to realize and remember hey, don't bash your head, um <laughs> but security <laughs> who who's aiming for him <laughs> yeah, like what instead of taking the
1: spear into the turnbuckle he like pulled up and just awkwardly ran into the buckle chest first like ah oh, gosh. And then he, and then when he did the jackhammer, he didn't even want to, like, fall into the knee. <laughs> like, oh, shitty. Um,
2: what makes me sad, too, is uh, Cesaro, which, hey, get that money, boo, uh, signing the uh, re-upping with the WWE, uh, but apparently uh, was told, you're just here to make others look good. Hasn't he been doing that since his whole tenure with the E?
1: Well, he was supposed to be in that gauntlet that Nakamura was in that everyone suddenly went, oh, my God, Nakamura's going to get a push now. Because he lasted until the end, you know, before <laughs> losing to Adam Pierce or whatever. And it was supposed to be Cesaro, I guess, but he didn't sign a contract yet. Uh, dude, I would have bounced. You, know, if you bounce.
2: God, you know, him okay. at the G one. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> him in the N one. What do you think?
1: Oh my God! Just
2: him in Nakajima. Lucked.
1: He still could have did all of his, you know, his YouTube stuff, his, his
2: Twitch stuff. Him on the S one. Don't forget Pro Wrestling yeah. Summit every Friday night, two p.m. Central State Time. Twitch.tv slash wrestlecast radio. had a fun night too with the N one last night.
1: Uh, the what?
2: You mean fun, the S one?
1: one. Yeah, I was thinking. Of, I, I started thinking of Cesaro with like. On, Kane, gimmicks right. <laughs> he started. I was thinking about him and him and Sagara. <laughs> and him and Kano and I am like, oh, my God. You he, he, he completely took me out of my game, because I was just thinking of Cesaro and Noah.
2: If him and Shiozaki formed a unit, meaning, of course, Cesaro and Shiozaki, what would it be? Go, Claudio.
0: <laughs>
2: what? I, love, I mean, I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> I mean, how cool would it be to suddenly see you know, at one end of the of the ring, we get Nakajima, Katsuyuki, and on the other side, Castagnoli, Claudio. Like, oh, oh. Oh. Let's go! I wish he would have bounced, but I'm sure he's fine. He's with his friends. He he gets the game all yeah. he wants to. He, he's making probably perfectly good money. You know, whatever. But that was like, I, I guess, also we don't, you know, wrapping up the. The Royal Rumble for me It's just kind of like whatever And the and the minute Edge got hurt Or Orton got hurt It was like well we know where this is going to go <laughs>
0: and,
1: and, and how many times Did they have Two partners together in the ring At the same time Only to then have them Turn on each other
2: They were like Hey guys we're cool We're going to do this You like this right Friends bet, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: They My thing was like, up. you bring
2: Rollins out is a big comeback for like four minutes. You bring <laughs> Christian back, which is a great emotional grab. I get it. Christian looked awesome just to get dumped by Rollins. So what are we? Hey, Rollins gets dumped by Edge. I, I'm cool to see an Edge v. Tyler Black. I'm fine with a a, a Seth Rollins Christian matchup Ooh. in the works possibly, um, but I. I don't know. It just seemed weird, like seeing like the last like six competitors that came out for the rumble, and it was just all for not. Like they, it seemed like they got no time whatsoever, and didn't really plant too much.
1: Well, and that is pretty cool though. That Christian, I guess, got cleared. So like like Edge, he can work. He can work now again, and he looked great. By the way, I was impressed with Christian.
2: Yeah, he was showing like, that he didn't,
1: look, he, didn't a, he didn't look like he missed a beat.
2: No, not at all. In there, I mean, let's all. call man.
1: But that's that's once again when you know everybody. Everybody always said it was the most egregious thing in the world that he had to go to Impact to and win their world title, win the NWA world title for WWE to see that it's okay to make him a world champion when they never had the balls to do it.
2: No, because Vince just wanted to put a blue dot over his face.
1: Yeah, it's just it's so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. But you know. It's, it's, <laughs> It's, not so, uh, it's, nice. but it's it's the same thing you know they they they'd get partners in the ring and they would do their pose together and then they turn on each other it's 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 just like the gimmick of you know when you look at the, the the uh you know the the dusty classic or whatever i think they're a team in it or maybe they're not but you know kyle o'reilly and finn balor are gonna tag because you know they're not friends
2: did they just murder each other, like, legit break each other's jaws, and now they're teaming what, yeah, out of know, respect?
1: Yeah, like, how many times yeah. do they have disgruntled partners?
2: Uh, every mega team that they pair? Yeah, because...
1: this, this company has not had an original and or new idea in years. And no. this is why the WWE Network failed, because you don't put out compelling television, and this is why your ratings suck, and this is why you openly admitted to the world that your network was a failure because you sold it. You failed. Yeah. And there's no way you can tell me you didn't fail because in in six years or whatever it was, seven years, you couldn't even get ten percent of your of your social media followers to pay a measly ten dollars.
2: They barely the reached a million within what a couple of years?
1: Yeah. Like, this was a failure, and you and you proved it. If, if you had good content and good, mm-hmm. compelling wrestling, this would have grown. Because at one point, they were up to like 1.7, where I still think anything under 4 million was a fail because of how good the content is. Like having all the past pay per views, and like me and Jordan watched that Yokozuna documentary. It was awesome. Their
2: documentaries are great, just like their vignettes and their promos. I mean, you, um, that's why I love, I mean, that's why I kept the network. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I barely watched the final, uh, well, I didn't watch TLC, but you know, I watched maybe like seven of the pay per views this year. Yeah. But, but that's the problem. Their documentaries, the problem. they're not sand. The Wrestling mm-hmm. stuff is great. I mean, I, I, you know, dip into the older content. But their WrestleMania, you know, flashbacks, like all that stuff, is just tremendous to watch. But again, that's that nostalgic factor, I, I, I suppose, that hits. But their production on on all those specials are great. Their 24/7 stuff and Chronicle. Yeah. There's the Sasha and Bailey retrospective, had me in tears because I was like, it it brought me back to thinking, wow, that that match in Brooklyn totally changed the landscape of women's wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, especially. For the uh, WWE, and, yeah, and, and I mean, it was just synonymous. That on, on American
1: the American women's wrestling, I think, a lot.
2: Yeah, was
1: that was that was the thing that really gave them a step towards anything that wasn't Joshi? Because Joshi's always been. I mean, back in the, you know in the nineties, there all Japan had its own women's. Co- I mean, there was big. I mean, there was women's companies that ran the So I mean, you know, aren't Joshi's they bringing
2: up, that back? The women's...
1: Yeah, the, the all Japan was was working with Sendai Girls, is what it looks Ooh. like they do. So we'll see. Oh, is it cool because Miko's gone? Uh, yeah, I bet you that's probably why. That's a good. That's a fair. I didn't even think of it that why way.
2: Why does Suwama have beef with uh, Miko? Well,
1: I I I don't think she has beef with Miko. I just think the company now losing Miko Satomura needs to try something different.
2: Oh, because they lost gotcha. their biggest star. Yeah. Which, she's is- going to be on NXT UK this Thursday. That's going to be pretty damn interesting, man. What is Her, Piper, do? Nevin, I'm all about the UK, NXT UK women's <coughs> talent. <town>. Or she'll <coughs> say progress. Uh, but the female wrestlers are, non- is are, she are wrestling? top bars. Huh? Is she wrestling? She's wrestling and training, is the contrary.
1: Um, but I mean, like, is she going to wrestle on the UK? Oh, that man? I'm
2: not sure. She'll probably oh. come out and... Crazy, and then Ginny will come out, and she will whoop Ginny's ass. <laughs> and I like Ginny, but Ginny, she will whoop
1: Ginny's ass. <laughs> I want to see her and Kaylee Ray because Kaylee Ray be is probably the closest thing. She's she. I I would say she's like
2: to she the UK Sasha. If,
1: if if Sasha Banks was like like. A B plus to being Mayo Iwatati with how reckless and her selling and stuff. Because, like, Mayo Iwatati is like the epitome of a human being like Kota Ibushi who doesn't care about their neck. And Sasha yeah. Banks is so damn reckless that she's almost there. I think Kylie Ray is just a little more than, than Sasha. Not by much. But, like, when you watch Kylie Ray take some of those bumps in that cage and shit, like, she didn't care. Just kill no. me. It's literally what she did. Just like, hey, here's yeah, my neck. She loves trust. her blindness. <laughs> I'm like this woman's not gonna walk one, and Taylor Ray's awesome because of it. Like, mm-hmm. and and it works too because as a heel, when she's taking these disgusting bumps, you're like, yeah, get her. And it's okay. This is getting a little hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many tell her to not do that? Um, but the, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Any other thoughts on that that men's match thing I was saying? I just it was no. It was I violent. I mean, do
2: do you think the right guy won? Edge getting that championship match at WrestleMania since he never did lose the championship the day after WrestleMania 26 as he had to forfeit the championship, uh, as we know now, as he will wrestle for it at 37.
1: I like I understand why he won and it doesn't drive me nuts. Like some people are really pissed off about it, but I I truly think Daniel Bryan should have won. When you spend the entire Rumble beating it into our head That this is the only thing that he hasn't won And then he doesn't win You're like, oh, well you just, thanks for just reminding us he's a geek Because <laughs> that's all that was And you still could have had Edge get a title match without doing it
2: yeah. yeah Well, yeah, I mean, he could have easily gotten If Shinsuke won, he's like, I want Drew McIntyre Then yeah, he could have won with SmackDown
1: because now it's, like, I feel like Edge is going to be... like the you know,
2: How he went to Drew on Raw, went to NXT on Wednesday, you know, and talked to Ish the Balor. And then, you know, he didn't say Roman Reigns' his name. And, you know, uh, smacked that one off the air. So, I, I, I think it's, it, you know, I like what they're doing. You didn't really get that in the years past. It was like, he's going to wrestle for this. And you're just like, oh, well, where's the subtlety? You know, where's, you know, in, until March into manias in april now so it's it's fine for what it is but i i'm i'm actually pretty stoked to see this build for for edge and reigns you get edge and christian versus you know reigns and and uso you know probably at the next show um you know if there's one in march i'm not i'm not quite sure but uh it seems like it'd be a roadblock type of event but i'm i'm all for you know kind of the, the differences different things that they could do for this build. And, you know, you got spear versus spear. So, I'm all for that. I like gimmicks I, like that. I mean, it's... it's
1: Yeah. I, I mean, follow. it's no
2: Mongolian chop uh, <laughs> stipulation. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, March 21st is fast lane.
2: Fast block! <laughs> WWE did the right thing with uh, Bianca Belair, of course, women, winning the Women's yes. Rumble. Uh, out of all the surprises that we saw, of course, Lana not being one of them, but Alicia Fox. Uh, Mickey James, who we all thought was uh, buried and gone, but thankfully not. Uh, Santana Garrett making her reappearance. Um, of course, Jillian Hall coming out. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart from the NXT route there. Uh, but what did you think when you heard Ric Flair's music hit during the women's rumble and why is Billy Kay now the most fascinating uh, women's wrestler on their program? Um,
1: I knew it was going to be Lacey Evans. So that well, wasn't yeah. anything
2: crazy for me.
1: I, um, look, let me ask you this. Is Charlotte, the, is Charlotte really the heel, not Rick? Like why is Rick, Ric Flair the heel and Charlotte's the face?
2: Um, uh, because they're still trying to work Charlotte as a face, which we all know, just like Randy
1: Orton, just doesn't work. So, Rick, Rick Flitter's bitch. Rick Flitter's trying to get laid, and his daughter's cock blocking him. Why is he the heel?
2: <laughs> because he's married and Lacey Evans is married and everybody knows that kayfabe or not.
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly. You know what I mean? Dumbest storyline, like you said, just trying to please one man. But hey, Ric Flair's got lots of uh back support I'm sure he's paying. So like what look, look.
1: look it if 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 my dad was Ric Flair, I'd get it. Look it's Ric Flair, he's Doing Ric Flair things.
2: Yeah,
1: and and Charlotte. I mean, if you Charlotte, marry
2: the Nature Boy, you know what you're getting.
1: Yeah, at. you you should know because it's. I mean, in all joking aside, obviously that's not really a thing, but it, you know, in a joking manner, I was like, man, she's the one cock blocking her dad. Why is she the baby face? Why is it a, <laughs> Why are they? Why should they have? Simmons? I can't believe that she's going after Ric Flair. that's Charlotte's dad. Okay, cool. Charlotte's dad's like, what up? I'm Ric Flair. What you want to do? <laughs> you know? Why don't hey Michael Cole how about you yell at Todd Grisham for doing the fuck face picture? <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's not put hate on the Nature boy here, okay?
2: Oh man. <laughs>
1: let's uh, let's not talk on the Nate. like he's still alive, he's still trying to get it, okay? <gasps> I mean come on. Okay. <laughs> <That word. laughs> Somehow got
2: a uh, first family mortgage commercial spot. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, as for the Billy Kay thing, I
0: yeah,
1: I I was fun. Yeah, it was. I I, then Jillian Hall came out, and I went, "Oh no!"
2: Oh, you (laughs) knew they were going to be an instant pair. I I thought it was fun. I thought it was it was entertaining for what it was. It was. It was was nice. there,
1: There was a lot of corny and campy shit in this match. And for once, I think because I was actually enjoying it, it didn't bother me like it usually does.
2: Do you think when a picture of Trish Stratus uh, was on Instagram, I believe by Natalia Neidhart, and saying, wow, we just got great Rumble news um and then everybody was like, What we're gonna get Trish Stratus possibly winning the twenty twenty one Women's Royal Rumble and then No shows it. Do you think they pulled her just because the surprise might have been spoiled?
1: I don't know. I thought she was gonna be in it too. I didn't think she was gonna win it, but I thought she would have made a guest appearance. Maybe that's why Santana Garrett randomly like get your gear. What? <laughs> <laughs> And then Becky Lynch uh, tweeted the, the curtain, so a lot of yeah. people thought she was in the club. Even though she was there, probably just because Ralph was there. But,
2: uh, Baby Rue. Uh, I mean, uh, Nia Jax, uh, still the most dangerous worker in all the land, yes I or no? Uh,
1: yes. And, uh, How <laughs> was that tag match? What did, what did Jordan say? Uh, Billy K, that chick wants you to sign a yearbook, but you legit don't want to. So you hit her up with, have a nice summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I said this to you. I I, I agree want... with the
2: Snoop aspect there, Jordan, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same I, thing. Oh, yeah. he, he got his whole body across.
1: Yeah, Splash looked like some kid pretending to play wrestling in his front
2: <laughs> in yard. Like,
1: it looked bad. Ah, um, uh, where was I going? Um. You know, I I I told you who I thought should win it. You know, I said Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley were the ones that I had said, and, and, they, were the they, did the, they, and they did the right thing. I was so happy with that. Rhea Ripley looked good. I thought she was going to kill Dana Brooke. I thought Dana Brooke was going to die on that elimination. I I mean, she power bombed her onto the ring apron. I thought she was going to drop her as they transitioned into the power. Like, I I, <laughs> oh, I
3: yeah.
1: like. Jordan looked over and I'm like, cr- like cringing, like squeezing my arm, arms on my chair because I was like, oh my God, we're going to see something bad happening right now. And it's Ada <laughs> Brook too, so you know she doesn't know what the hell is going she on. She's not going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Rhea? Rhea? And then Nia Jax coming out and you're like, oh no, there's like eight people still in here and you know <laughs> they're going to make a point to have her eliminate people. Ugh. You know, she had that that really goofy elimination with on Carmella and then there
2: was uh you know Dakota Kai who was that dude with Carmella by the way cuz I have no idea what was happening A in her match with Sasha which you know is above average um and then B the spot the rumble who is this the the new James Ellsworth 2021 that is Reginald he's a Circa, Circa Soleil sole guy who they signed what
1: he did the Circus Soleil from in Vegas.
2: So they're just like, come on, come on in.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. You're, you're asking me to make logic about something like this,
2: <laughs>
1: which, by I mean, the way, made what I their chemistry is good
2: though. Well, I liked them in the uh, like I said in the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship it, match.
1: It made total sense to me when I found that out when he did that sweet like twisting corkscrew over Sasha when Sasha did the like the mm-hmm. liter roll and he like flipped twisted over. I was like,
0: damn.
1: And then I was like, oh, he was in Circus Soleil. That okay, I get it now. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, that was fight. Um and then Lana eliminates Diajax, which I get it was the feel good moment for that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but then that led to as I have listed here, Lana via Natalia via cutest elimination ever. Aww. That was the Cutest thing ever when she like slowly fell over the top rope. She
0: was and, a, yeah,
1: and then like landed on the apron and then just kind of rolled. I was like, that was the safest. I like that was somebody literally not like that's how I would go over the top rope because of my heights. Like where I'm like, yeah. ah. <laughs> but When when you know once again this was another team that hugged and then split up. Uh, You know because that was the theme of the evening. Natty formed Lana so damn hard in the back. <laughs> When she turned on her, you hear this. It sounded like somebody had closed a car door. And lot <laughs> like, I oh, just fell over. It was right in the camera too. I remember me and Jordan just came to. Oh my God, she killed her. <laughs> like, like, oh, that was stiff. Woke her up just to eliminate. <laughs> then she's like, i oh, right." Since she can't do the uh, the bank
2: advertisements anymore, she's got to take the uh, the the elbow to the face to the head.
1: And, and then after that, Bianca Belair just dumps her. <laughs> Get out of here.
2: But no, uh, again, awesome. Congrats to the EST of the WWE, uh, Bianca Belair. Hopefully. Uh, will be facing Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. The rumors, of course, saying they don't know who Belair's opponent for Mania will be. Um, I mean, this just makes sense, right? I'm scared
1: that it's going to be Asuka. And I don't mean that as I don't want to see it, but I think her and Banks, because they've already started planting seeds with her tagging with Banks, you've Mm -hmm. already got us acclimated to I I was going to say seeing them together, but we don't watch SmackDown. So you're getting us acclimated that they're in a program together that we know about. So if you've already started that, why change it now? But the fact that Edge is going to face Roman, do you really think both Royal Rumble winners are going to go after both SmackDown champs? Or are they going to do it that way because to try to make Fox happy and hopefully build the ratings by having both Rumble participant winners on their show? Hmm. So that's just partially like why that. I think they might do Asuka It's because yeah, I, I, I like think that. they would split it up You know mm-hmm.
2: Damn it I know not, <laughs> and it's, not like, like, look,
1: it's not like her and Asuka Would suck or anything and if, In fact yeah. if anything it means we don't get Charlotte Asuka Like I still thought they were going to do um, But I just I feel like with with I mean Sasha Banks has proven that she is the best woman's wrestler on this main roster. You know, nobody has... And, and she's had programs with every woman on this roster. There's nobody who... And I, I'm talking more about the TLC match and the Rumble match, which was still not bad. But there's nobody who's gotten that good of a match out of Carmella than Sasha. Twice. Car- Twice. Carmella and Sasha at TLC was... I mean, I almost put four stars on it. Yeah. I think. Um, The Rumble match wasn't as good to me. It was a little... A little bit lacking, but I it was it was above average for Carmella, and that shows that if that if it shows me that Carmella has some sort of the aptitude to be able to work work up to her opponent, which says a lot about her.
2: She but also, comfortable in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it, like some people can't work up to the standards of their opponent, and mm-hmm. she did but it also shows the difference where like like I always say about Charlotte when Charlotte wrestled Carmella it was nowhere near as good. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking we were joking how when Charlotte was in the corner with Mickey James in the rumble it just got awkward because like Charlotte would get all like defend like try to block all the punches and like Mickey's trying to get offense going to set up for a spot for her corner uh Hurricane Rada. and like Charlotte doesn't know how to just free call things like Mickey's calling it, and Charlotte's like just like swinging weird punches and kick. Like Charlotte doesn't understand how to just call it on the fly. It seems like.
2: Well, yeah, she's got a dad So, you know cock block. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's worried about wrestling. You know, and, and which is crazy too. You think with, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't say you, you think of, but I mean, with Ric Flair as as her dad, you'd think she'd be able to call it in the ring better than anybody. Mm-hmm. But you know, then you got to go back and well, remember. To be that. fair,
2: she got the athleticism where Flair yeah. got the the ring general. You know, the the ring IQ. Well, she does too, though. I I will say, but not as greatly as her dad. But I I think that'll come in time. But it's,
1: she works to her opponent's level, whereas Sasha elevates people.
2: Elevates. Yep. Yep.
1: Um, and that's why I want to see Bianca Belair face her because yes. I know. Bel Air is going to go in there to trying to have the best match she's ever had in her life and you know damn well Sasha Banks has got that same mentality that Osprey and Okada and Miyahara and those guys had that we always praise Is she's going to go great let's do it let's have the best mm-hmm. match of your life
2: you know do you have Banks Charlotte... her moments do you have her you know have a successful title defense for one um, and be you know also become that leader like you said by making yeah. Belair a star on that you know grand stage is
1: if if this company
2: then have her chase her?
1: Yeah, if this company understood how to book properly, you don't have to have Belair win because you made her a star by by having her win. She doesn't need to win the Rumble now, or she doesn't need to win at WrestleMania. You just you just need to make it make it good. Just just have a good match and look. She's not there yet, but then don't send her to the back of the line like you always do. Mm-hmm. Keep her relevant. Give her wins here and there, and then she gets another chance and gets the W. The problem is I don't trust the company to do it correctly. I I just assume they're gonna hot shot the title onto her.
2: I, I think they're leader. behind her though, as as we've seen. I I hope she doesn't get like you said, just forget about her, a la Rhea Ripley. You know, after her WrestleMania mm-hmm. outstanding WrestleMania match with one said Charlotte Flair. Uh, which I think they they worked phenomenally off each other. But, yeah, I, I I don't think so due to the fact that, A, the overwhelming response. But also, I mean, she just has it. Mm-hmm. And she have seen that since NXT, where she would whip people with her braid. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then when it took me a year and a half to realize what the EST of NXT meant, I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. At first, I was like, what, what the hell does that even mean? And finally, I was like, oh, my God. That's the most and, brilliant thing I've ever heard. Out of the box.
1: But that's why, like, if the company does it right, she doesn't have, like, you can no. still keep no. Sasha strong without hurting her. You know, you look at New Japan,
2: and all these... You're all one of those great movie. balls of fire.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Remember, look, that was a pay-per-view?
1: That was a pay-per-view. That was an interesting pay-per-view. Like, Joe and <laughs> you know, but if you you look at New Japan, Jay White didn't win. At Wrestle Kingdom, you know, mm. Ocon didn't win. Osprey didn't win. You know, Naito wasn't winning either. You don't have to win right away, but just keep them relevant, and it won't hurt them. And if anything, you're going to elevate both of them. And that's what I'm afraid that they won't do correctly, what that they used to be able to do.
0: If mm-hmm. they can
1: have her go and just have her come close enough, and she can, she could do it, which which is still one of my favorite promos ever. When when it, when Heyman wanted Austin to beat Whipwreck for the title in ECW. And he goes, yeah. no, I, I'm not beating Mikey. And he goes, well, you should. You'd be the biggest star. He goes, no, I'm going to lose and I'm going to say I was that close and now I understand why you're the champion and I want that title even more because now being that close to it, it means that much more to me. Mm-hmm. So now I know I have to work that much harder to get back in that ring with you and actually beat you, Mikey Whipwreck. That that made him a And then just like that, he he figured it out, and he's like, I, "This is the promos I can cut. This is how I'm going to mm-hmm. do it." You could have Belair lose to Banks, and she could even shake her hand. I wouldn't even care if she did that. I don't I don't need them hugging and crying together. But just shake her hand and go, Ooh. "Okay." I don't mean that in a bad way. I just I want I want a subtle like, "Damn it, I was that close." Yeah, yeah. You shake her hand, and you leave the ring, and then you give Sasha her moment that she hasn't had. Because as much as I won't be mad if Air wins, the payoff of Sasha winning so much earlier than she should have against, with Bailey, like we complained about, is now you got to give her her payoff this year at Mayhem. Mm-hmm. That's why I want her to win. And it won't hurt Air if they just do it right and don't make her look like a geek on the way out.
2: But now they're we... having
1: to put faith in this company.
2: Yes, yes. Do you think we get a... <laughs> Snoop Dogg live performance uh, for Binks' Mania entrance. <laughs> uh, do they, is, is Mania going to be the last event at Tropicana, or do you think they'll have to run that? No, it's at Raymond James.
1: Season. It's at uh, Raymond James because there's something. Oh, that's right, right. it.
2: Yeah. Dur, dur. Well, it depends, you know, if Brady burns it down with his Super Bowl winning touchdowns tomorrow. Mean,
1: how, how bullshit is it that no team has ever played in, balls, balls, in the Super Bowl? In their Super Bowl. No team has ever played in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. Until Tom, to to until Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers. Tom and then T- it happens.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, give me, a in, break. give me a break. Give me a break. Oh, and not, they're going to win it. No, they're not going to beat Patty Mahomes.
2: You, oh, God, yeah. You know why? Because Mike Allstott is going to be sitting in the stands. <laughs> and Tom Brady is going to be in the huddle. And then he's gonna smile and say, Hey, is that Mike Allstott? And he's like, Hey guys, it's Mike Allstott in the stands. And then he breaks the huddle and then he goes in and, and has a career defining performance. A la Joe Montana and John Candy in
1: nineteen eighty seven. Alex, do you wanna put a wager on this game?
2: Hmm. What should it
0: be?
1: Uh we we could we we can we'll We got a little more to figure out. We still got, we got like 22 hours. Uh, Shout out to Jumping Conclusion is ranked up Cable 7 stars. We like to see here in the Uh, (laughs) (laughs) guild. You know, we kind of talked Carmella Sasha already a little bit. We talked the Rumble matches. Uh, The other two matches that we had on this show, uh, 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 Goldberg and Drew McIntyre, Alex, I got to tell you, I thought it was awesome. That's, you know, everybody shits on Goldberg coming back, and I do for the most part, too. And people shit on Lesnar for coming back. But, man, when they go in there and they just have, like, a five-minute match where they're just beating the shit out of each
2: other and then they're done, I that love was it. was amazing. He it's spears him so through the barricade, at like, it, the second minute. I'm just like, it, holy it, shit, the bell hasn't even it, rang.
1: The best part about it, too, is it wasn't even Goldberg being a dick heel type thing. Drew you know. McIntyre takes a cheap shot headbutt. Before the and he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. So he runs him through the railing. Like, that's awesome. And I tell you what, when he jackhammered him, I went, oh, my God, he's winning the title. Like, it got (laughs) me on that jackhammer.
2: That Claymore was perfection. To end that match, by the way,
1: oh, that match ruled. It was, yeah, this oh, was this awesome. was all uh,
2: Goldberg Lesnar, you know, a couple of manias ago. This, this was like you said, short to the point, it's what we oh wanted, but like under six, seven minutes, and you know, we we went home happy. And Did McIntyre, was
1: great? Yeah. uh, Goldberg Lesnar, like that was like our WWE match of the year, and it was yeah. four minutes. It was awesome that one camera angle where Goldberg speared Lesnar, and like lifted him in the air and drove his ass to the Mm -hmm. ground like a football tackle. And the camera just catches you straight looking at Lesnar's face. And you see Mm -hmm. him just, like, diverticulitis. Like, he's down. Mm -hmm. Like, that match rocked. And then he he claymores him, and he kicks out. So he goes for a second, and then he hits him with three spears, and he kicks out of him. And then, like I said, he jackhammers him. And I I literally went, oh, we got a new champ. Then he kicks out, goes for another spear, runs into the buckle, comes oh. back, gets another flipping and claymore, and it's over. And then they shake hands. He goes, you are a bigger man than I thought you were. Perfect. I'll see you at SummerSlam. Yeah. He Two thought this guy here. was a bitch, so he fought him. He lost the fight and went, all right, I'll admit you were a bigger man. And then they left. Best story this company's told in years.
2: <laughs> you remember McIntyre oh, cut that COVID promo and then he didn't cut a promo on Goldberg. Then Goldberg in that promo was like, yeah, I heard what you said. Yeah, and oh said my god.
1: <laughs> yeah. People, people uh, don't know what he's talking about. So on the, the Legends edition of Raw, um, McIntyre's promo got cut because they ran out of time so he couldn't cut a promo on the Legends which caused Goldberg to come out and and stand up for the legends and he's just talking shit about McIntyre being disrespectful and nobody has any idea why because Drew hadn't even cut a promo on the show like of all things to cut why would you cut your champ's promo to set up the angle like that's why this company sucks this is why they can't do things right
2: (laughs) and they had three
1: hours (laughs) And, and if anything why didn't Goldberg go talk shit to Orton yeah. I mean or- Orton's Legend coming killer. out like Sam Fisher and Splinter Cell with night vision goggles beating up people's <laughs> chairs in the Legends locker
2: room. You know Have we ever gotten Orton and Goldberg?
1: Uh probably in the evolution days.
2: Because really? remember oh, like Orton or DQ? Gold- Yeah,
1: yeah and Goldberg Tripp. and uh and Trips feuded for like
2: five months, remember? I didn't realize it was like, that long. I thought they buried Ford him right Orton. away. No, that was the era of like eight pay per views, not 13.
1: Because Goldberg won the title from him and then lost it back at SummerSlam, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, Triple H was wearing those, that was when he wore those giant diaper shorts because of his torn groin or whatever.
2: Whoa.
1: And he thought he he really was trying to be Lemmy that year.
2: (laughs) Being all fat.
1: (laughs) I was saying this to Jordan that somebody had said, yeah, never mind. I didn't want to get into that. In there, it's going to be another long, out and over conversation. Um, but McIntyre Goldberg was great. A great way to start the show too. Um, and then the other title match was once again, as I like to say, a lot of just WWE where they they plot around and they they all climb to do some big structure and then just have a big thing happen for no reason. But this was. It was kind of fun and I was into the match mm-hmm. We're talking about Roman and Owens, and like once again the they're, they're climbing up up top to take a bump for no reason whatsoever. So like, like kudos for that bump. That bump was disgusting.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it, it's a lot of wandering around for no reason and that's just, this company just can't do plunder matches anymore. But when they went into Tropicana Field, I was like, oh that's yeah, that nice.
2: That, what did you think when we saw the weight room? Coming back. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, Dios mío, this could be bad. And but who then... did it better, AEW or WWE, with the golf cart spots where Roman Reigns just guns down or <laughs> m- mows down, I should say, uh, Kevin Owens, where Owens took that spot beautifully.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was like Stadium Stampede was better than this. Now, it wasn't a full on Stadium Stampede, but like. Well, no. It was it was but they
2: utilized their area and their environment really well, minus yeah, it was, the, you know of course the handcuffs
1: like I was into it. I was like, Jordan, this might be a notebook match for me, like I might go four on this, and this is a aimless plunder match with nothing happen, like nothing of consequence happening, but you know obviously the 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 counting annoyed me as i I described to you on the phone it was going to be um mm-hmm. but. It was everything was good about this match. It was back and forth, and then they, and then they have real handcuffs, and he can't. Yeah, you know, the ref stopped counting at five. Yep. He legit stopped the counting. And why is Kevin Owens not complaining? He's not counting. Why is Kevin Owens not beating up uh, Paul Heyman? Why is Kevin Owens not pounding on Roman? Or the ref? Yeah. What are you doing, ref? Instead, Kevin Owens is just standing there with his hands in his pocket. Like, he probably was, like, checking Twitter quick.
2: Damn.
1: At, at this point, Jordan's at he's – he's sitting over here, and he's at 13. As he <laughs> And, you know, if it was breakaway cups, he could have just smashed them to, to get off. And then, after all this rest, he stands up, kicks Owens in the guts, puts him in a choke, and wins.
2: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was the finish. And I went, well, that sucked. <laughs> I was like, fuck this match.
2: So you wouldn't go four stars? No. Besides all that? Besides no, the I, ending? I,
1: I, I think I gave it like a three.
2: Whoa.
1: Because it's like, how do you, how do you ruin your, your main championship match? And,
2: oh, come on. Like, the you swan, have... like you said, the swan's on off that forklift. You wouldn't give it this was... match a three and three quarters.
1: Oh, you, they took some some
2: some nasty bumps for
1: an awful finish. That this is one of those things like if you had a friend over who has never really watched wrestling, and you're no. like, oh, you got to watch this really crazy match where they're going to just fly off of things and break tables, you'll love it. And then and then like when they're going, hey, why did the guy stop counting? Hey, how come that guy can't get him unhandcuffed? Well, why is the other guy not beating him mm-hmm. up? Like that's that's. You literally ruined. You to say that
2: about left. the Dragon Gate ref during uh, Ben K. shooting Skywalker.
1: <clears throat> what? Oh, what you What you
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a totally <laughs> different situation.
1: I was like, wait a minute! I you he, he had my head trying Think to counter it so I was like, hmm, how do I? Uh, how do I argue that? <laughs> 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 I mean, I was I was thinking, I was just I thinking, thinking, and then wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Then you're like, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, you dickhead. Uh, but like you see what I'm saying like when it, when Jordan's literally counting to 14 and 14 next to me yeah. and you've now spent nine seconds and it's longer than nine seconds because it's what you know so you've probably been there 30 seconds and nobody can unlock it and he can't no. figure it out and it's not
2: breakaway and you, you it's zoom like i in there trying to climb out of that X division cage
1: yeah, yeah, it, homicide with the gloves, and then he throws the gloves because the gloves aren't helping him climb, and
2: he can't or pull Or swagger like- grabbing a briefcase. In, my, in, in their defense, I will say shit happens. Real life happens, and that's good. But we know this match wasn't pre-taped. Now, if we find out it was pre-taped and they still kept that shit in, then we riot, but I don't think you... That's a good point. ...you take away from what they did in that 20 minutes beforehand... Uh, because Owens, he's the king of these plunder championship matches. Mm-hmm. Hell, he ran off the damn WrestleMania stage, did, you know, a skateboard move on his feet and still did a crazy, wicked dive. And, yeah, and like, for them to do this, I, again, don't see the hell out of it, but I applaud both these guys. Yeah,
1: I'm not, I'm not saying anything against their work rate and, and what they did, but that that was one of the worst finishes I've ever seen. In, in a match where you have, to, you have to be on the ground for 10 seconds, and when you get halfway there and they stop Ugh. counting and pan the camera as close as you can to the other guys, and then the announcers aren't even talking about it. Yeah. Like, the announcers are just like, oh, Haven, Haven can't seem to get the handcuffs off him. I don't know what he's going to do. This is going to be a good opportunity for Kevin Owens to get some of his energy back. Ah, but what about Roman? He's he, like, no, you, why aren't you talking about the referee not counting? Like if there's one thing Charles Robinson and the WWCW WCW and those kind of guys did right, when when Dean Malenko rolled out of the ring against Kidman in the catches catch ken match it sold out, uh and he and he's like, No, buddy, you left the ring, that's over. Ring the bell, Billy Kidman wins. Like, look, sorry, you screwed up, you lost. Mm-hmm. You know? Or when 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 you know, you tell the guys, look, I'm gonna count to three. So if you don't kick out, that's your fault. You know, like protect the business at some point,
0: protect the business
1: <laughs> Like why, why didn't Kevin Owens just start beating up Paul Hay- like this is the easiest fix is the minute Heyman goes in there and mm-hmm. and they realize they can't get him out and the ref stops counting, you start punching Heyman in the back of the head and have Heyman drop the keys for Roman, and now you take Heyman off camera. And start beating his ass as Kevin Owens, and then when Roman and hooks it, you walk back and get caught with a Superman punch and then choked out. Why? Why is it so hard? Why am I sitting here thinking about that? And instead, they they have billion dollar production and ten people calling things, and they're just staring at people. <laughs> That's why it was so bad to me because it's not hard. And Kevin Owens should have done that. Like, why didn't Kevin Owens knows better? I come I ah, I just, sorry man I just it just drives me nuts like you guys are the biggest company in the world and you let that blunder happen and why was nobody on the headset calling an audible with the, all those minds in the room
2: Oh
0: How's nobody
1: going tell Kevin or to meet in and drop the key mm-hmm. well, Yeah and, I mean I think they sent the Uso out there but the problem is the referee should have still kept counting. <laughs> like, that's, you know, at least if he's beating up Heyman, the referee could go, hey, you got to leave him alone. He's not part of the match, and he shouldn't be out here. And that gives him a viable reason to stop for the time being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead, the referee got the five, went, mm, I better stop. Told me two of my headsets. Ah, oh, just, it drives me nuts. That ruined that match for me. Like, I was ready to go, this pay-per-view is going to get some love for next year's awards. And then that main, that main event really hurt it. It
2: really cool. hurt. It. Wow. So this went from your tops all the way to the bottom opposite of Drizzy Drake himself. I thought this was a, like I said, a very enjoyable show. Uh, my Rachel. name is the, the blunder handcuffs. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd rewatch it, but I would watch it in snippets if that makes sense. But,
1: and let me let me say this. this. This might this might this might simplify where I'm going with what hurt the pay per view is. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be leaving this pay per view talking about how great of a move they did with Bianca Belair. Yes. And I think a lot of people are still going to do that, but I think you you are going to have a lot of people that are going to go. Ha, you remember when they couldn't get the handcuffs off, and that's what people are going to remember the pay per view for, and that's what's so, talking about it.
2: So you mean you and your clones?
1: <laughs> Obviously, we're gonna take over the world. You and he, Cornette. Cornette, you know what? Cornette sucks, but he, he doesn't. He tells the truth a lot, <laughs> and it pisses people off. But he's not wrong
2: sometimes. Yeah, he he totally shit on the rumble, and I was like, I think the opposite. But yeah, he he was dead on about the handcuffs. It was it was a pretty great listen. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like just. Like if you're like, how do you not use fake handcuffs?
2: (sighs) Kayfabe, man, kayfabe. You got to keep it. Got to keep it real. Speaking of keeping it real, New Japan Road to New Beginning. Ninety-seven shows, it seems like, are on this tour. (laughs) But the big well, this, one before, this
1: was the end of the road too. This was the actual new beginning in Nagoya. Oh this is the
2: actual new beginning in Nagoya. Yeah, now we're I back on that. the ro-
1: we're back on the next road too though, trying to get to
2: Hiroshima. <laughs> so what is it, like four new beginnings? Nagoya, Hiroshima, the one on the tenth, and then uh, the twenty sixth in, in America, right? Oh the that's the is that the Max one? Yeah. Yeah. Which that's dubbed New Beginning as well. Now,
1: there's two for this uh, Hiroshima.
2: That's right. Because One Night is a So, which Sonata one truly is the New Beginning, right? Please <laughs> tell us that.
1: I, I, and th- does not like, is it weird that I know it's going to be really good, but I'm not like extremely excited for show and Hiromu? Just because there's not Whoa. like.
2: Anything- what? What? Oh, what? Like, oh, my God. When when they introduced Show and Hiromu in, in the uh, what was it a six or eight man? Anyways, when it was L I, oh it was an eight man. Um, in the uh, the the main event before the singles matches, and Hiromu just goes on his knee, and just holds the I W G P Junior belt in front of Show, and then Show does the shock arrow, just that one. it, and they said, that was- Show up. I was yeah, like, okay, that's, that's what you build. With New Japan, they don't have the weekly shows. So what I love and appreciate about these tag matches, which again normally I would fast forward, but I was like, wait, this is their three week build up, their big match. Now I'm not gonna watch all the eight man tags, but I kind of knew going in they, they had some, you know, kind of implications to the planting of seeds, you know, for the next couple of shows here for the another new beginnings, if you will. And when they did that, I was like, damn, they sold me a hundred and ten percent.
1: Do you think maybe then my pro I shouldn't say problem because, like I said, I know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be like a four and a half star match. It's gonna be great. I, I'm not worried about that. Is I is it just because? I know there's no way is gonna win, so that kind of takes that he away should. from it.
2: He honestly, pound for pound, should be I, I would say top five wrestlers in that company, not the junior division in that company. Is Show? That show's really good. You know, you know, is- has improved not only his look, his his stamina. It seems like just his character of just not giving a shit and beating his opponents' ass. Like that's great. I uh, unfortunate for Yo. But we we always knew show was the, the the Shawn Michaels of yeah. Roppongi 3K. Hell, yeah. I don't even know if people know what Roppongi 3K is uh, as of now. But show is definitely that guy. The junior division is one of the best crop of wrestlers, it seems like, right now. Uh, in a long, long time, El Phantasmo Taijuishi yeah, yeah. Don't forget the heel Master. Don't forget El Desperado, which a lot of yeah. people said Despy and Hiroma was the match of 2020. Getting out yeah. of both so we have voices of wrestling. But, yeah, it my god like eight over there. I, yeah. I'm there. I like, saw a lot of lists that in the top four. I saw one list. So it was the best matches of 2020 It was number one. I was like, it, it was, a was a great match. match.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. It I preferred their,
2: their other best of super. Anyways. Yeah.
1: No, the the, the 2018 one was the shit. Yeah.
2: Um, but I will say, oh, I mean, this junior division again. I wasn't privy to the Finn, you know, or sorry, the Prince Devitt, the Omega, you know, years, or, or you know, even the uh, the Kushida when he started, you know, going um, hard, him and Squirrel. But you need go back Just and that,
1: watch. Um, I think it's the best of Super Junior's 20 or 21, but the finalists, Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly.
2: Oh, it is. It's good.
1: Like you should go back and watch that one day.
2: But the centerpiece, it seems like to be, especially within the last, God, is it been four, only four years? And he was out for 18 months of those as Romo Takahashi. He is the character. He is the man of, I mean, L.I.J., it brought me back to that 2018 vibe where I'm like, this is the coolest faction out there, and evil is gone. But when you can substitute a Shingle Takagi, Last of the Dragon, (laughs) man, I am all in, and that looked like a goddamn faction to be reckoned Chaos is looking strong. You've got the Empire. You've got, of course, Bullet Club. I don't know. Pick any of the four sections. It seems like that's out there at the moment. But damn it. You cannot mess with L.I.J. when they're all coming out with those masks. And you've got the centerpiece, I think, now the face of that faction. Sorry, Sonata. <laughs> Sorry, Naito. <laughs> but Hiromu Takahashi, that is your man. And by God, a shingle Takagi is right underneath there. We love you too, Bushi. Also a part of that wonderful division. But when we get to see a Bushi take out Naito, when we get to see a Bushi take out Sonata, who do we want to see beat a Bushi? Horomo Takahashi or Shingo Takagi? And to be honest, I think both men will be beating Kota Bushi in 2021. Well, they've
1: already they've already planned, uh, the season on Uh For everybody listening, if it boots you on here, uh, we will be podcastable on all platforms. You listen to your podcast within a few hours. Well, yeah, it'll it'll be once we what a half hour after we end. So uh, we'll we'll be on we'll be on uh, probably no later than nine. So you know, at ten o'clock, you should be able to finish it. Yeah, or we might keep you on here. But uh, um, you know, he it, it was, was Shingo was like, you know, I'm gonna make sure that. The never title is on the same level as the double title because I I prove that everything's the best when I have it, and mm-hmm. at the last Road Two show, um, Kota Ibushi went up to shingle and held the two titles when he was doing commentary. Right in this I was like, yeah, you already lost yours, buddy. Look at mine. I,
2: like, it's gonna happen.
1: Shingo right now, I think my I think he's my wrestler of the year right now because of that he match with my- Cobb, the match with Hiro- uh, Tanahashi.
2: Yeah. I if mean, it wasn't for Goshi Ozaki's two bangers, honestly, Shingo. And I was like, why, is, why am I embarrassed to say Shingo Takagi to me is the best wrestler in the world? And I don't know if it's what. I, I have no idea. But really, no, honestly, he truly is the best thing going. He can invoke emotion, and he can sell a damn leg-slash-knee injury for 30 effing minutes (laughs) well and showcase that pain exceptionally well and still almost pull it off but if it wasn't for the pull of the strings of the guitar of the ace we'd be singing something differently
1: there's you know the the big things that we've said about Shingo is the 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 reason why we we hands down say dragon gate might be the best company in the world is because of they stay, yeah. They're what WWE wishes they were with telling, sell, telling stories and building angles. And that's why mm-hmm. Shingle came in and was like, "Don't worry, I'll I, I got it." And <laughs> has adapted and made everything better because he's already already there with it. Mm-hmm. And Tanahashi went in and said and and showed he can still go when he needs to go. I mean, you, you know, I heard a couple of people talk about this, and they said. I think it's time that that you that people realistically start figuring out where Tanahashi is is um in the top 10 wrestlers of all time. Like where does he slot? Cuz I mean look what he's still doing.
2: Hey, it's the every other year cycle for uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Of course, he had the uh, the lowdown year of 2020. The oh, I must figure myself out yet again, a la what uh, 2018. Um, mm-hmm. But now it looks like he's getting his groove back uh, by capturing the never open weight championship. But I mean, you've always been saying Tanahashi is the guy, I mean, he's the ace for a reason, and he's always been in your top 10, if not your top five.
1: Oh, yeah, and you know, like, when we talked, to the, you know, I think it was last last year we did it with the awards, um, or maybe it was earlier at the end, it doesn't matter when, but it was, we talked about, you know, the, the last decade,
2: 2020. Mm-hmm.
1: 20, of 2011 he's
2: the and, of new japan he's the guy yeah. who got it out of the what the hell is this booking they don't have any stars and they single-handedly pulled their company out into mainstream uh mm-hmm. mainstream avenues
1: what even the stuff in the early 2000s that people don't talk about because it was just a, a dry time for new japan he was still putting out bangers like this way back then mm-hmm. you know, he's always been this good but you know, we we said okay, Kazuchika Okada is the number one wrestler of the decade. I think it's you know almost unarguable. And then it was like okay, we're, what's next? And we're mm-hmm. like, well, John Cena. But then we go, then we you know we, wait a minute, you didn't you wouldn't have had Okada if it wasn't for Tanahashi.
0: Yeah.
1: So then then now it's instantly that, okay. So Okada and Tanahashi and Cena are the probably the, th- or were the I think it was what we where we finished with the three best wrestlers of the last decade, and it was. It was a back and forth. It was almost like who's two A, two B between seed and Tanahashi, pick your poison. But this it just that's how good he is. And then no, I I had a giant feeling that Shingo was losing to
2: Tanahashi. Because oh, and, and I, with
1: I, the with and it's it's fine. <laughs> I I think I didn't this want
2: you. it to I should say.
1: <laughs> I say this to you in the same vein that I said it was a good thing that Kaisuke Okuda beat Koda or uh, Kaito Ishida. Mm-hmm. is they they took the title off him because they're going to do – they have more Transition. to do with him than what it is. Yep.
2: But
1: he's going to be like elevated. You said,
2: by him showcasing both belts, I think mm-hmm. this is the ideal time where you split yep. those suckers off. And, and you now – I see.
1: And I felt like with Osprey slowly going to be in that title picture, depending on what happens with the New Japan Cup, Dominion, G1 – I felt like great Okan was going to win that never title. Cause I think it was, I think it's a perfect rub for him to get him going. And you don't want to have Okan beat Shingo, but you could have Tanahashi beat Shingo and it doesn't hurt Shingo one bit. And then Okan can get his win back over Tanahashi. Oh, so sure. I, I literally think Tanahashi is just a transitional, but that's why I knew he was going to beat him because this way it gets the title out of Okan. So you can see what you got with him in a, in a, in a bigger Which I think microscope. you have
2: lots, and, and oh, yeah. the well hasn't even been tapped fully Ooh. yet. The great Okan. I think I texted you, I was like, oh, this guy's the deal. Yeah, he's
0: <laughs> like, great. He's you great. can
2: make me care about Hiroshi Tenzan, yes, I'm, I apologize, I am not familiar with the 12 years body of work. His G1, you know, wins, his championship oh, wins, Kojima, his tag team Kenzan? wins.
1: From two, February 2002 is a must watch match for any pro wrestling fan. Ooh. It was Triple Crown versus IWGP, title for title, All Japan versus New Japan titles.
2: They wrestled. Send me that description of the match again later yeah. on. It but, was, I oh, say, yeah. it's um, but I will say, it's my birthday type. But I will say, the Tenzan I know is the guy that just comes up, like, oh, this guy has crazy hairs wearing a mask. <laughs> he looks hurt. <laughs> Uh, Why is this guy wrestling yada yada? My ignorance to early viewing of New Japan four or five years ago. But I felt bad. I was like, oh, my God, I want to see more Tenzan, Tenzan. And then reality (laughs) hit where I was like, oh, this is probably his final match, like legit match where it just made me care so much. And I got super sad but happy that so much was done in that match with the great Okan. For both guys, rejuvenating the characters of both, and Tenzan just looks so upbeat and and happy to be there, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the and the Great Okan just taking everything there. I mean, he had a damn stroke on Tenzan for God's sake. And then we get <laughs> another Jeff Jarrett homage with the guitar in the match after that, which again brought another old head back into the forefront of oh, we're still this is still our you know this is still our company. You know we're okay. we're still gonna put some young heads over, but hey, don't forget about us as as of course that, meaning Satoshi Kojima, but, but great Okan, man, he's a force. He's a force. He knows his way around inside and outside of the ring. I think he's damn near flawless. I want to watch the Tane, Tanahashi match yet again, but what we know now. I think he's a guy, like you said, a great test for that never championship. And I think he could be big things with the Empire and kind of build that a little bit more. O-
1: Ocon is kind of like Jay White, where if, he get, if they get the proper excursion, where they're basically doing a lot of the same shit. Now, obviously, Jay White was a babyface on his excursion, but his moveset wasn't crazy different. Like he still mm-hmm. he, he, he was adapting the way his style. And then he just had to learn how to make it become a douche behind it, which he learned, but with a good excursion, you could do wonders. He was Ocon the entire time in Rev Pro. So it's not like he's master Watto coming in, trying to figure out this new gimmick. That's not working. Oh, he's trying
2: to to figure his way inside of the
1: ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, a gimmick. Yeah. and, And we're, we're instead with Ocon, he's, He's like, yep, it's just another day in the office just in a new promotion, and it works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Tenzan thing reminded me a lot of, remember a few years ago, like three years ago, two or three years ago, I think it was, when they randomly gave us a and main event that was Yuji Nagata against Manabu Nakanishi, and everyone's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, Nakanishi's in a singles match? And he's doing, like, suicide dives over the top <laughs> rope, and it's like, Oh my god, you forget how good these guys were. Mm-hmm. And you know, they get that one shot and they just and they do it, you know. Tenzin was probably like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my ass off to get this kid
2: over. I and it. I mean
1: Kojima, I mean shit, look back at Dominion two years ago when it was him and Shingo. Him and Shingo. Like, yeah. You know, we, we knew what that Kojima could still go. No, either. I'm all
2: about the bread club, man. I'm, I'm all <laughs> about the notes. So this was that was great. What, what is the name of that wonderful move that Okan does? Uh, it's like a shoulder breaker tombstone. The TTD?
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is.
2: The one he hit right before the Dominator to end it all. But my God, I th- again, Tenzan, or not Tenzan, um, Great Okan reminds me of what would have been a WWE character in the mid-90s, but way better. Yeah, like with the silly question mark, you know, mask that he wears, the crazy dancing, the, ha ah, with the Mongolian chops, which those battles back and forth were fantastic. But this guy just has it all. And I don't know if it's a... Uh, not a stepping stone, but a rite of passage, I suppose, to have okay matches with Tanahashi at your biggest shows of the year, but to then blossom and grow from those dome shows, a la Jay White and <laughs> the Great uh, it's It just seems like it's, I don't know, but sky's the limit, I think, for Look, the Great O'Connor. Tanahashi handpicked three guys
1: in this last 10 years. That he wanted to personally work at the dome.
2: Damn, and he made them stars. Jay White,
1: Kazuchika Okada, and now Great Okada.
2: And Chris Jericho.
1: <laughs> but, hey, that match was awesome, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no,
2: yeah. I,
1: mind you, I I felt bad because Tanahashi was working his ass off, but Jericho. That was like one. Of those, that was that like, was Jericho looked good though too. Like I'm not I'm not discrediting Jericho, but man. Tanahashi had his working boots on that night for sure. Uh-huh. And Jericho, I, I if I remember right, I, I said Jericho was smart enough where he was able to work a match where when it was his turn he could keep it in a pace to not burn himself out and then let Tanahashi do all the hard work. And that's where smart, you know, that's when they're smart and they're like, Look, let's just <laughs> do it this way. And that that's why it worked so well, is you didn't have they weren't they weren't going out of their lanes. They were staying in their lane with what they should do, <laughs>
0: You
1: know, a, the it, it goes. It goes back to, oh shit, good idea. You know, actually, I will. What's crazy <laughs> I mean, kind of, though? Where is it? Where is it? There <laughs> it is, right there.
0: Stay
2: in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's what's wild is, what was I gonna say? Um, Tanahashi and and Jericho. Oh, the the good ones. You know, like you're like you're saying with their match. The good ones adapt you know they they yeah. they don't let the ego get in their way of like we're I'm going to get my shit in and that's it. You know, like like some guys were, you know, Jericho adapted. Tanahashi adapted to mm-hmm. each of their styles and and they had a a damn good do match. Yeah, it was it was
1: really good. That's that's where like you look at this and it, and you know, the other thing kind, of, kind of, uh, circling back to the second point with the Shingo match where I, where I um wanted to go was I had asked you Maybe maybe a year ago, maybe last anymore. I don't remember. But I'd ask you a while ago. I said, "Can you think of anybody that has as good of cardio as Roderick Strong?" And we just kind of were like, mm, "I don't know." No. Shingo Takagi. To like, oh. I cannot believe that. I mean, he, the, thirty minutes into this match, and he's not even breathing heavy,
2: and still selling the hell out of his <laughs> the knee like, leg.
1: I'm watching this and I'm like, dude, I'm tired. Like I'm sweating watching what you what you guys are doing. And Tanahashi you could tell is he's slowing down and he's going, Okay, we're working really hard. And Shingles like all oh, this work harder. Like, no, It doesn't work that way. Like, how are you how are you going harder to make it easier for Tanahashi? It's kinda of like Jericho and Tana. Where it's yeah. nothing against Tana, but you know, he's you know he, you don't do that kind of stuff at the age he is and he's still doing it for the most part, but my God, Shingo's cardio is like on another level.
3: Like
1: oh, it's my it's unbelievable. God. Like now like all I wanted to do while I was watching that is go back go back and watch um Kobe World twenty sixteen, I believe it was,
2: when it was Shingo versus Akira Tozawa for the title. Oh, like that's the that's first what I, I want to do is watch old Dragon Gate Shingo now. I mean my my and, and I can't imagine his cardio seven, eight years ago. And that match was against the
1: cardio monster himself, Akira Tozawa. (laughs) You was like his nickname.
2: The sling blades, the high fly flows, the aces high, the clover. I mean, honestly, dude, like I knew the time before I watched the match. Like I knew it it set the record for the longest never championship match. Mm -hmm. And then when they said 20 minutes and I was like, What the hell are they going to do for the next 50 minutes? How are they having double the match when they already had a pretty damn good four and three quarter match within the first 20 minutes? And then they said 25. And then they said 30, like you said. And then they Uh tend to have two blockbuster sequences where, again, Shingle sells the leg. But he says, you know what? I'm still going to hit Last of the Dragon and then Winston Payne because I cannot make the pin. Uh-huh. The dramatics, the technicalities, the I'll just say the the revival of Hiroshi Tanahashi again from his twenty twenty run, uh was this was a masterpiece and honestly, man, this overtook and I love, love, love Jeff Cobb and Shingo. At the Dome, probably my favorite match of the year so far. But I, I'm sorry, Ryan, I'm calling it here now. Roshi Tanahashi and, and Shingo Takagi is my favorite match so far. In the, what, 37 days of this new year of 2021. It was, it was phenomenal. I've watched it three times, and I'm still finding new things in it. And like you said, Tanahashi, he just looked like a double possessed in some spots. Like, he's like, I'm going to injure and, and make you live. I'm going to cripple you in this match. But Shingo said, no, I am going to go until I literally cannot stand anymore. This was just now, a master class with two masters of the ring.
1: I I would um, I would have went the full five on it. Um two. I was I was right there. I was I was like, this is on point. Shingo's gonna have another five star match already. The only reason I went four and three quarters is I can't give a five star to a match with a botch. And they had one botch. And I it's the only reason I didn't go five. Mm-hmm. Now other than that other than that, this match was incredible. The the last dragon countered into a Sling Blade, I popped so flipping hard mm-hmm. for that. Um it's just when when
0: Tanahashi, to be fair,
1: Mania 25 has a few baches. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But I was also a different fan 12 years ago too. Whoa. Um, and I'm not saying That's a bad thing. I just, I you know we weren't we weren't doing radio. We weren't gra- You know, I didn't. I wasn't grading matches. Like I look at these yeah. things a little bit different now. I, you know, that's part of it. But the, the you know Tanahashi shorted that high fly flow that was supposed to go into the last of the dragon botched and he dropped him and had to re-pick him up and they couldn't get the hand situated. And, mm. I mean, it is what it is. Shit happens. Yeah, I'm not yeah. mad at him for it, but I there was no 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 hiccups in Cobb Shingo, so that's the only reason I can't give it the same as that. Okay, match.
0: fair. But fair.
1: other than that, this match was flipping tremendous. Come on, the I dramatics mean, has got to overtake that. I, I think the other thing too is you know being it was the dome too was made it a little. Little crazier too for me, and I and like I said, I kind of had a feeling that Tanahashi was going to win, just so mm-hmm. they could get the get Shingo to the next level because they continuously keep realizing that holy crap, how did we get him away from Dragon Gate? Like they're realizing how great he is week after week.
2: I'm happy we're, we're able to see it. I'm happy yeah. so so yeah. we able to. See oh that. God, when he showed he's, up, I changing like. it. When when he came out in that fall, uh, was it 2018 he came back? He came oh, came to I do shit. And <laughs> for, for him to be in the juniors, and, you know, we're like, why is he a junior to elevate that level? You know, because they were going through their transitions of wrestlers. Of course, all the uh, soon-to-be AEW guys, uh, you know, were no more. And for him to just... Overtake that, have classics and the transitions of Os- Will Osprey's career into the heavies, um, and then just I, I don't know Shingo Takagi and Will Osprey. Hopefully, for a championship, if they continue to do two nights, should headline a dome show within a year or two. I pray to God that happens.
1: I feel that somehow Shingo's going to get the IC title off of Abushi.
2: I'm fine with that. Give I, me that. I don't know
1: I don't know how they get there or when or why they get to that. But if they're gonna split them up, that's the, the reason I can see him throwing the taunting at Shingo.
0: Hmm.
1: The and and then you still have Osprey, who's already, you know, called out abushi, so that's still hmm. a thing. Um, and I still, you know, you asked, you know, what do we do next? I still think Okada's gonna end up beating evil. And it's going to lead to Abushi getting a big win over Okada at like Dominion or something. Whoa! Just because then you're just, you to because you got at some point you got to get Okada back in the title picture. So this G.I. is
2: all leading to champion versus champion, January fifth, twenty twenty two. The Golden Star himself, Kota Abushi, defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against your triple A mega champion and all elite wrestling heavyweight champion, one and a half also of the Golden Lovers, the man with the plan from DDT with the green trunks, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Is that what you're saying that we're building to to 2022? Yes, but what I'm saying is depending if shit clears up
1: before the summer, that may be the rematch to Omega Ibushi at Madison Square Garden. Ooh, or Omega yeah. Obushi is going to be the rematch at Madison Square Garden. But I, I do think we're going to get a, a match at MSG and at the Dome. It's just a matter of which one gets to do
2: it first. We're going to New York for that, right?
1: Yeah, know, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no... Like, there's no going
2: around that one for sure. <laughs> but it's, well, you I, know, I thought this what, was a good show. I, I yeah, thought this well, was fun. and And to be honest... I'm I'm gonna say this, dude, and you're gonna hate me because I know you hate uh, hardcore matches. But you gotta give it up for Will Ospreay and Satoshi Kojima. They utilized every weapon. It just wasn't out of you know uh, gratuitous reasons to be like, hey, we're gonna throw you know this on you or throw you through a ladder or a table. Everything you're—I forgot about the ladder until freaking Kojima gives him a clubbing lariat to oh, yeah, the, of off the top. Off of the of top, let me see this real request. quick. The
1: ladder. Before My God. We, before we uh-huh. get into this, let me say one more thing about the shingle match. And then we can move on. I just—I—I just, I, I I just want to say one more thing on the shingle match, and then we'll stop. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. If if you haven't seen shingle the last 10 years of his in Dragon Gate, and you love what you see in New Japan, go back and watch Shingo stuff from Dragon Gate, from the Monster Express stuff to Mad Blanky to Antias to Berserk, you know, all of his stuff that he's done over the last 10 years. Pretty much everything, especially, Alex, after what we saw in Dragon Gate USA at the end yep. of 2009 there. That that 10 years or eight years before he jumped ship, it, watch that. And when you're done with it. Uh-huh. When you're done, you know picking and choosing, and I'll even try to go by and find some stuff that I can, you know, send to Is you. Is he the face players. of
2: Dragon Gate of that decade, or
1: I don't know if he's the face of it per se. Is
2: it Tadawa? Is it Doi? Who who would be the guy then?
1: Yamato maybe
2: uh, could Otto, definitely yeah. be
1: one. Shingo, um, like at the end of the day, Shingo. There's a reason why I popped so hard when Shingo joined. Shingo's gonna fall into that group with Tomohiro Ishii with me, as two of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. Whoa! Like when when we were at, when we were at that show, I was screaming for him to kill Dragon Kid in front of us. Like <laughs> I I I almost cried shaking Shingo's hand four flippin' times. Like this oh, yeah. is why in two thousand nine I was that excited for Shingo, and he didn't even gotten to the levels you've gotten to now. No.
2: Um. I mean, He's like I said. Like his I said, match- he, he reminded me so much of Taz. Not even with the ring attire, mm-hmm. but just what he does in the ring with the suplexes. And he doesn't even do those anymore.
1: The i suplex I mean,
2: game.
1: You go back and watch his his open uh, open the Dreamgate match with uh, Masaki Mochizuki. Ooh. Um, you know his match with Tazali. Like- How many
2: headbutts were in that match? Over <laughs> under five. <laughs> I think it was over. Type-
1: I don't remember yeah. exactly. But it's it's one of those things where
2: like. You see it with Ishii now, um, oh
1: yeah. But he's in that group with Ishii with me. He's he's one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen that'll never get the due that he deserves. Oh. It's just kind of what well, I mean. Ishii like,
2: has the credit. I mean, he, he has the respect. I mean, I, I yeah. think Shingo is gaining that for sure. But I think yeah, I think Shingo will get the championship obviously before Ishii does.
1: Well, yeah, Ishii <laughs> will never win the title. He will never win the title. He will. I don't think he'll ever win the IC title either. And that just is what it is with him. That's just that's his role. And I don't yeah. think he cares. You know, it sucks to say, but it's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, if he if they had any plans for that when he beat um, Okada in the G one, he didn't even get a rematch for the title. Really? Yeah. And you know, part of it is all oh, their stablemates. That's why they didn't do it. I get that. But if you really wanted to do something with with E, you could have. You know he's he's his his job is to stay relevant enough to to get those big wins when they're needed, like when he beat Jay White to stop him from winning the G1. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the reason you keep Ishii Elevate relevant is so you always have him where he can at any time play spoiler in a tournament, and
2: mm-hmm. that was
1: perfect. I mean that's why that match was so perfect. Jay White was coasting; he was ready to win that win that uh, that G1. He was ready to go on and take on a Take on Sonata and destroy him, and then here comes Big Bad Tommy Ishii, dropping that Brainbuster and winning. <laughs> and I'll 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 never forget that with that match. So that's just, that's what it is with 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 Ishii. I think
2: love it, love it. I just, oh
1: yeah, I'm just saying, man. Shingo is just now you're starting to get to see it, and that's what makes me happy because now I can talk to you more about Shingo. Like <sighs> you're 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 going okay. Yep, this is this dude rules. This guy's great. It's like yes yes. You know it's. It's like when you started watching Dragon Gate and Noah with me. I'm like, yes, yes, we're gonna get yeah. you know. And and it's just the nature of the beast, you know. You got into Puro with me, you know, what seven eight years ago or something, six seven years ago, and it's just, you know, there's only so much you can watch until you're able to start consuming more because you're accustomed to it, and it's just mm-hmm. you're you're in that perfect spot now where. You you fell in when these other companies started having these great runs. Yeah. Like like when you text me, Oh man, I'm getting into the Julia Hadakamura stuff and start him because you're starting to
2: get to start out out. Dude, what was up with that? That was a brawl like no other. Just <laughs> watching the lead up and then before the bell even rang, charging at each other, and then I got sad, but then I was like, No, this is great. This well, is wrestling. This you gotta Hanuk- see the lead up, Mark. Like I when
1: Shingiba. At uh, the Shinkiba first ring, they they went to the parking lot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was awesome. So, yeah. like you know, so that's why it's just you know I, that was the last thing I want to say about Shingo is I can't wait for you to start getting to be able to check out some of these old Shingo matches and know things and be like, oh my yeah, oh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna flip and love it, man. You're gonna flip and love it.
2: Do you think oh. Apollo Cruz texts Shingo Takagi like every once in a while, like yeah, good shit, bro? I, I, bring me with you. <laughs> We should have seen...
1: <laughs> I should have never left. <laughs> um, look, Alex, I went four and a quarter on Osprey and Kojima. Oh,
2: thank God. I was yeah. really
1: thinking you were going to go like, oh, it was like two stars. No, they, stars. They, unlike Roman and Owens, <laughs> where it was just... You're do, you just do things to take a big bump. Everything made sense. There was a reason they did this, and they told the story behind that. And
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it God. was
1: awesome.
0: It was really
1: good. And like you said, they did the old thing that, that companies just seem to forget to do. They made you forget about that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> and then Osprey who just miraculously is able to not even look where he's going and land there. You know, Beautiful. and perfectly. Beautiful. Like he couldn't have landed anymore. Perfect. So I yeah, oh, I yeah. loved it, yeah. Now, you know, rant away like you were gonna rant. I didn't that's the only reason I just wanted to, to bring up that shingle thing, but man, take it off with this, like I'm telling you. dude.
2: Man. It's you. crazy that I put up my notes, another show stealer for Kojima. And I'm, and then I just read that. And I was like, Kojima's been doing this for like 25 years, bro. Like, what, <laughs> what, what am I talking about?
0: I don't
2: know. I, what, not concerned to me, but I popped when Will Ospreay, you know, the, the last sequence there where he like ducks the cozy Lyria from Kojima
3: perfectly
2: picks up the chair as he's sliding, yeah. throws it at Kojima, does the hidden blade hard, and then pimp slaps the shit out of Kojima in the back of the head the second time into a beautifully executed stonebreaker. He smoked him. That, that hidden blade, he smoked him. And I was like, Kojima was like, thank you. <laughs> you know.
1: <he> was,
2: <laughs> I was like, this is what I wanted. You know, like, but... It was just. And the camera. Was, arts, don't forget like, about the camera. Is why like, wrestling is arts. is matches the, the like camera. That. The guy's on the apron,
1: gets the hidden blade, and Kojima just lands with his eyes closed and he's just staring mm-hmm. at the camera. Ugh. Like that camera work was so perfect. Cringe. And it made it look like he murdered him.
2: Mm hmm. Cringed with the. Oh, shot.
1: <laughs> so, oh, it, it seems so. Yeah.
2: Osprey doing that running power bomb, Kojima just murdered through that table. I mean again you could every sequence of of movesets were done by both men, but but the the big thing was the heart, the will, the determination to try to beat the shit into out of your opponent until the other guy cannot stand. And it took two hidden blades and a Stormbreaker to take out an old head like Kojima. But my God, I even stood up and clapped. And I was like, I want to watch <laughs> that match over and over and over. Where Ryan, this is now my second favorite match of 20. Wow. 20. Wow. This was just so good. Five stars, seven stars, four and a half stars. It doesn't matter. What matters to me is the story. And, of course, what happened in and outside of the ring, but this was just a perfect match. I didn't see a botch like in a Tana and Shingo match. It's hard to do that in a hardcore match. We've seen it done numerous, hell, hundreds (laughs) of times. But these two guys was just perfect and just saying, I'm going to make the other guy not breathe anymore. I'm going to make these people gasp on what I'm going to do to my opponent. And this dude was over 50 years old, making other people that are wrestling at Tropicana Field in Tampa uh, just fe- should feel ashamed <laughs> on what that guy did. With one William Osprey, this was just a damn fantastic match the final this this whole show was an awesome watch because of what they're planting for the you know other nineteen new beginning shows but the the three the, the last three matches man i I just loved and I didn't expect to love the middle two, but th- this was just awesome and just reminded me again why I love love, love not only Julia but new Japan.
1: And this is this is exactly when New Japan isn't doing. This is this is why I was so opposed to the second half of 2020 for New Japan. Is New Japan was not doing New Japan. They were doing goofy shit that they don't do. When they just do New Japan, it's it's great. It's just they're trying just,
2: to get that Roku channel money. Oh, that's why. Think
1: <laughs> what you're good at. Like I'm intrigued to see what happens with. Like, I hope Naito and Honba get a singles match.
2: I'm down for that. Home mode. Again, I, yeah, I loved it. I loved every little thing except Master Watto, because the guy cannot perform the easiest of moves. He may, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say, but he he cannot hit anyone. Oh. He cannot fake hit anyone. He cannot find his placement in or around the ring. Hell, he can't even get his tag rope correctly with his other partners there. And shows just shaking his head like, why am I in the ring with this guy? But my God, Master Watto, you need to go on three more excursions. Look, I'll, I'll
1: say this. I don't know if this is what you're thinking, but this is what I'm thinking. I, I feel like I, when I watch Master Gilbert. Watto, it's, it's the same way I feel about watching Nia Jack. Somebody's going to get hurt in there. Because he just doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And I'm like, he's going to hurt somebody. Like, that's what I mean True. by it. Like, I, like, I'm not trying to, like, throw shade at the dude like it is what it is. He is He's cheap, but, like, somebody's going to get hurt in that ring with that dude. <laughs> I'm God,
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about Shingo selling that leg again. Like, oh, he, like, I'm going to get
1: you some the, of these matches to so watch, man. Oh,
2: it's so good. So good.
1: I'm going to get you some of these matches so you can – you can, oh God, Doug Flutie's is the 24 7 champion. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll like great. Um, do you, by chance, uh, before we get off the air here, have that uh, Back to Budokan card?
2: Uh, no, I was trying to find it earlier, but all I could find was the, the Budokan Dream Theater. What? That's a song by Mr. Big Back to Budokan? That's tight.
1: <laughs> Already. Well, that's
2: crazy. Um, Let's see, you Destination 2021. I'm back to Budokan. What? How many years has it been? You said like 12? It's been a while. That's
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of a while. No, <laughs> Aaron no. Didn't they, did they run Budokan? No, that was Sumo Hall they ran.
2: So yeah, they're mind. they're they're like making a big thing. They're like we haven't been here in a fortnight in um, decades.
1: Uh return to Budokan. It will be fir- Noah's first event held at the Stork venue since Kenta Kobashi's retirement May 11th of
2: 2013. It's 8 years. Yeah, 8 years good. since Masakatsu Funaki was relevant. Oh, but we'll get to his match here in a second of course. Oh, Congo, that's a tight logo. Um Akatoshi Saito and Masa Inoue will take on Kinya Okada and Daike Inaba in the tag match to open up the show in Budokan. That's Sushi Katogi, Junta Miyawaki, and Yasutuka. Oh my, I apologize, Yano. Here we uh, go. We'll I, have, on... I got it up. You want me to run okay, through perfect. it?
1: <laughs> yeah. so, opening contest: Akatoshi Saito and Masa Inoue taking on Kinyo Okada and Daiki Inaba. Kinyo Okada is the one that me and Isaiah watched get speared by M- Matsuki Namiya that went <laughs> and, and lost in like, his first pro wrestling match ever because he was speared so hard. Uh, Daiki and Ava a the former Wrestle One guy, so I'm intrigued to see him, him keep getting these shows. Uh, Akatoshi Saito and Masayo anyway are old as hell, just so you're aware. Hmm, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, fun little opener. Uh, second of the card, it's Sushi Katoge, Junta Miyawaki, and uh, Yasutaka Yano taking on Hajime O'Hara, Yohei, and Kai Fujimura. You know, it's the typical juniors. We'll see what happens. Full throttle, I think, is a part of one of the, I think full throttle is in one of those, um, if I can see that correctly. Where did that go? Um, the, the juniors division has me so confused in this damn company. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, that's why I put that as a thing I nominated for. Uh, then we got Muhammad Yone and Shohei Taniguchi taking on the M's Alliance of Masaki Mochizuki and Masato Tanaka. Uh, they did, wait. Did they win the tag titles. What? I didn't. Okay, so I didn't see this. Taniguchi at the voyage, huh? Hmm. I so I, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen Noah recently a lot. Um, I didn't. I honestly, God, didn't know that they lost the tag titles. Is that really a thing? Sorry, everyone listening here. I'm like, I'm a month behind in Noah, but I said there's no way that I will not will not miss this show because I don't want to get spoiled on it. Okay, I thought I thought Saka Robin Sugara still are champions for some reason. Peru, the Puro system has uh, a C next to the match, so I'm not sure what the hell the they were implementing on that that match there for the titles. But anyway, I, I digress. Let me get back into actually going over this card here. Sugara uh, Guden. So we have Takashi Sugara, Kazushi Sakuraba, Nosawa Rongai, Kazuyuki, Ironhead, Fujita, uh, Kazunari Murakami, and Kendo Kashin. Ugh. 12-man tag against Katsuhiko Nakajima, Masakidamiya, Manabu Soya, Hao, Neo, and Tadisuke of Kongo. That that could be really fun, you know. It, it's a twelve man, so it's going to be a cluster. It's just going to be a matter of keep Kenukashin out of the match, <laughs> you know. Just calm down with some of that. Let Congo run their offense. Get Sugara and then start beating people up. Uh, then we get Stinger Hayata and Yoshinari Ogawa defending the GHC Junior Titles against Akuto Hadaka and Katero Suzuki, who I believe they're part of Sugara Goon, but. Suzuki doesn't know if he wants to be, and that was the big confusing thing that we saw in 12 6 at the uh, Finals Chronicle. Uh, this is going to be a banger, though. Daisuke Harada taking on Seiki Yoshioka for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Championship. Harada has had a hell of a run going as of late. Seiki Yoshioka is always good. He was one of the former um, Stronghearts guys. Uh, then we have tag team match, Nelly Chimara Fuji and Jun Akiyama taking on Yoshiki Inamura and Kaito Kiyomiya, keeping Kiyomiya busy for what very well might be his setup to his next title, uh, depending on the outcome of the main events. But we do have in the semi-main event, Kano defending the national championship against Masakatsu Funaki. This is going to be stiff and hard hitting. Masakatsu Funaki is another older guy who's back in the company, but I tell you what, you're you're going to Budokan for a reason. So you're going to pull out some of these big names he can still go. He can still bang. So this is going to be intriguing. And we know Kanoa is all about how stiff do you want to go tonight? We'll see where this match goes, and I hope it's a good one. Um, and in our main event, Go who's on 13 months, two days of his title right now as NOAA Global Auto Crown Champion, taking on Keiji Muto I understand why you're doing this match. Muta defeated Kaito Kiyomiya to get this title shot. Muta's 58 years old right now. It scares me because if Muta wins, he will be only the third man ever behind Kensuke Sasaki and uh, Yoshihiro Takigama to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the Triple Crown Championship, and the GHC Heavyweight Championship. So there's stakes in it for Muda politically. I understand, too, you have Shiozaki drop it to Muda. Muda then drops it to Kiyomiya. So you're getting Kiyomiya over with a big win for his his second reign as champion. Uh, Kiyomiya losing it 20, uh, 2020, January 4th, when uh, Noah ran head-to-head with Wrestle Kingdom, uh losing that title to go Shiozaki. So... You also could still tell that story where Kiyomiya gets another rematch with Shiyazaki and finally dethrones him. But I think the way they're looking to go is Muda beats Shiyazaki so that Muda can take uh, take on Kiyomiya. Kiyomiya can, be, can beat Muda and then go Shiyazaki gets his rematch and Kiyomiya successfully defeats him. Kind of telling the same similar story that Kiyomiya and uh, Kano told where they, they overcame in their rematches. But look, I, I don't want Shizaki to lose it. But at this point, I mean what else is there for Shizaki to do? I, I don't see any other people that are gonna be lined up to be opponents. I, I mean I, I Mood is walking out champ, guys. I hate to say it but it's gonna happen. I'm almost I'm I am almost positive it's gonna happen and I, I don't want it to happen.
2: Uh, but this
1: show next Friday, um back to Budokan. Um, it's going to be, you, you'll be able to see it um, says the events some restrictions and attendance following the Declaration of State of Emergency Japan. The, ev- the event will air live on Abima Online, Linear Television Service, and CyberFight Streaming Service, Wrestle Universe, and also as a pay-per-view on Fight TV. So there's going to be multiple outlets on how to watch it. Um, if you don't have Wrestle Universe, uh, Abima.tv is free so you can watch it on any server you have going, which is nice. Um, also, you know, Wrestle Universe, if you have that, that is the same service that has DDT. But uh, yeah, it, 1.30 Central Standard Time next Friday night going into Saturday morning. So February 12th, 1.30 Central Time. 20 bucks if you want to buy it on Fight TV. It's going to be interesting. We're to see how this goes, and I mean overall, it should be a great show. Go Shiozaki has been so amazing as champion that you can't you can't really punish him if he loses. But as I said, I just don't know where else there is to go with him at this point because there's really nobody left to face. It is what it is. We'll find out. Uh, Stack lineup, interesting shows next Friday. Thank you all for jumping in with us here. Uh, also catch us next Friday, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time pro uh, for Pro Wrestling Summit over at www.twitch.tv slash radio. You can catch tonight three of the S1 Grand Prix. Hit us up on all of our social medias. Hit the follow on anything that you've listened to your podcast on. Come buy a share from us. Come join us. Have some fun. We're going to try to get back here one more show this week as well. If we can sneak it in there, we can talk the Baba show, try Baba uh, 20, uh, 23rd Memorial, I think it was. Uh, also the Cork Hall Dragon Gate show from February 5th as well. Get into those. But uh, thank you all. Appreciate it. See you next time.